Welcome uh, back, Jeff. Yeah. What's up, Leo? Dude, it's going good, man. How are you? Um, well, I'm doing good, brother. We got a guest on the line with us today. We got my buddy Dale. Thanks for joining us today, pal. Thanks for joining What's us, Dale. All right, yeah. sweet. So I'm excited. Yeah, dude. Uh, you ever done a podcast before? Nope, never. First I listen one, a man. lot, but I've never done one. What, never what, been on one or what? Um, like that. what podcast do you listen to? Uh, I listen to a bunch, man. Like Joe Rogan. I mean, he's I think almost everyone's number one. But uh, Joe Rogan, uh, a lot of Jordan Peterson, uh, which his isn't really a podcast, but it's kind of it's kind of that way. Mm-hmm. I listen yeah, to a lot dude. of comedy ones. I listen to Kill Tony. I listen to video game nerdy ones. The the CU podcast from this uh, it's this YouTuber Pat the NES Punk, and he does old school Nintendo videos. And he also does a podcast where he just talks about video game stuff with his his buddy who uh, who has like a a used video game store in San Diego, and they just like talk about video games. It's like the nerdiest fucking shit you ever see. But I is I that, have I listen every week. Is that the is that the same podcast that Macaulay Culkin was on? You were talking no, about before. He, you know, and that no, he was with the Angry Video Game Nerd, which is a, he doesn't do podcasts, so he just does YouTubers, YouTubes. Um, and uh, but um, they've like done crossovers with the guy that from the podcast I talked uh, I, I just uh, talked about and um, the Angry Video Game Nerd. They he he has a, a like a gold Nintendo World Championship uh, Nintendo cartridge, you know. And you don't have one of those? I don't have one of those. You know what I'm talking That's about? Sick. How the hell do you, you know, not have one dude, of those? Dude, dude, dude. Come he, on, Jeff. He, those those things literally, if he wanted to sell it right now, over a hundred grand he could get for that. The, well, the look, market's kind of my mortgage, I, dude. I, like, dude, what's that guy thinking? I was like, I don't want to be an asshole, but like, yeah, what is he thinking? Sell that motherfucker. No, but the dude, thing $100, is hundred thousand dollars? Like that, dude. that thing has jumped in price horribly. I guarantee you he didn't pay that much for that game. Well, Christ, I would fucking hope not. You, and you know, you know how those ones. I, have I told you the story how those ones came out? I'm a huge nerd with all that history. I, dude, I think I would I remember. I don't know much about yeah. them. So, yeah. so it was a, a really limited game uh, in like '92. Um, like you know the the movie The Wizard. Have you seen that movie with Fred Savage? Yeah, you seen that one, yeah. Dale? No, I have not. You haven't seen The Wizard, dude, with freaking the power glove. It's so bad, dude. I told you, bro. You don't like, watch I don't movies. listen to like a, I don't listen to That's uh, from the eighties though. A lot of like like uh mainstream stuff, dude. It's mm-hmm. like uh it's probably one of the, the biggest things uh like pop culture I'm yeah. not really into. Oh man, no, I'm I I have three girls here at the house that I'm they, all the kids are just all over TikTok and they uh I I am I know way too much about Five Nights at Freddy's, you know, it's it's crazy. So, um, I'm ingrained in like entrenched in it rather. I don't know. If we can, I don't know. So I'm lucky I'm, you, bud. No, I don't know if it makes me feel lucky. I don't know. I, I just feel like I, I know too much about it. But so when I talk about it, I'm like, oh, you didn't hear, uh, um, I don't know what the, uh, I, I, James I, Charles's new video. <laughs> I look forward every week to learning what these kids are all into dude i know they're dude it's funny because they they're so into tiktok they know all those dumb like tiktok things like that are happening um like when the kids were trolling uh the tr- the trump people like they knew about that i didn't even hear remember when this. they bought the they bought all those tickets you know about that right dale nope i do not know yeah it was like it was like a big tiktok scam it was like 
it was like there was a uh, like a a Trump rally and um, a bunch of kids on TikTok pretended to buy all the tickets so they thought they were sold out. So when the day came, nobody showed up or all the tickets they thought were sold out. Like there was just a bunch of kids on TikTok that was just trolling just to do it, I guess. Dude, that reminds that kind of reminds <laughs> me of when people would post pictures on like eBay and would be like, "Hey, you want to buy this Xbox?" And oh yeah. Pay like five hundred bucks, and then they'd send them a picture of a, a picture, yeah, an Xbox, and they're like, "Oh, it was just a picture. It wasn't an actual Xbox." Or or the box, <laughs> like, no, it was just oh. the box that the system came in. One of those. Old... Yeah, all the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was some good ones, man. Like people get creative with that crap. Yeah. And it's like I I couldn't do it myself because I'd be I'd feel so bad like sending someone an empty box that they paid five hundred dollars for. You know, but yeah, dude, like that was a problem for a while on eBay for sure. For on eBay, when I was a teenager, I bought a big old box of Magic the Gathering cards, right? And nerd, I know, I know. At the time, so yeah, that is pretty nerdy, dude. (laughs) At at the time, though, like uh, they were like, oh, they'll have like the certain cards randomly inserted into this box from like the original alpha set, the beta set. And what the guy did was he got a Sharpie and he fucking drew a black border around it because that's how you could differentiate the sets. And so it was like a scam. So I left the guy bad feedback and I was like, did not have any of these cards that said, and the guy was like, left me bad feedback in return was like, does not read description of, of ad. And I was like, fuck this guy, dude. That was my experience with fucking eBay. Like one yeah, of the few pretty, things. It, it was bad for a while, man. It was on the news and everything for a while. Yeah. About, about how bad they were getting with scams. I don't know whatever. I mean, I've never honestly personally used eBay. So I just remember hearing about it and being like, damn, dude, people got some balls, man. I used like, to, to send someone that shit. I used to exclusively use eBay just to order stuff that I wanted that I can only get from Japan. And that was in the early, that was in and the early makes- 2000s. Yeah, and you probably found anything and everything you want. Yeah, and some of the shit was cheap because if you if you didn't get sniped, like people would like they would call it sniping where they outbid you by like twenty five cents, like one second before the thing done, you know, the, yeah, before yeah. the bid closes. Um, That's but, pretty smart. But that was that didn't used to be a thing way back in the day when eBay first started because eBay was like the thing, you know, it was like the one hub, you know, and now it's kind of Amazon. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, I remember I bought uh, some some comics uh, from Japan from this anime that I was really into at the time, and don't ask, but yeah, no, I, st- I won't. I still have them, uh, but I got I I didn't win the third one, so I have episode like I have issue like one, two, and then four, so I don't have the third one or something <sighs> stupid like that. Yeah, you're dropping hints for Christmas presents. No, dude, (laughs) Dude, those things are. I I I don't think I ever even looked at them. I think I ordered them. I was like, uh, you know, I was I was a big baller working at the movie theater at the time. Ooh, you know, I was spending all that fucking popcorn sweeping money, making it rain on eBay, dude. (laughs) Give me that fucking anime. (laughs) No, he was dropping hints for Christmas presents when he started talking about a hundred thousand dollar gold Nintendo cartridges. Dude, you gotta get. Get on that. Ooh. Yeah, so, so yeah, I'll put it I'll put it in the wish basket and we'll shit. see if I get it ever happens. Uh-huh. I saw I saw <laughs> that someone uh I get those ads on Facebook because Facebook listens to me on my phone and then they know exactly what to show me. So they showed me a mm-hmm. picture of uh their their holiday Christmas ornaments from Hallmark and they have like the Nintendo the gold Nintendo cartridge and of, of uh the Legend of Zelda, remember that? Yeah. They had that and they had the little NES, but they're 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 ornaments, right? 
and I didn't even want to look. They're probably like thirty bucks each or something ridiculous. Cause that's yeah, fucking dude. Hallmark that's why you just got to make your own shit. Yeah, I'm like, dude. I'm a nerd, dude. I fucking love Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and I like painted, like hand painted the ornaments and shit, and just fucking made my own. Cause that's was... next level commitment, dude. Like for real. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I had to yeah. pull my hair out, dude, trying to paint a fucking bauble to put on my Christmas tree. Like I don't yeah. think I could go that far. I don't know. I, I think it's just because like I'd looked at it was like what you said, dude. Like mm-hmm. and any ornament, it was like that's basic as shit. It was like thirty five dollars. Yeah, and dude, was, they're for expensive. One, and I was like, you see a cool one, you go to the store, you see a really cool ornament, you look at it, I'm like fourteen ninety nine for this for an ornament. Uh, all of a sudden, I make start, this. All of a sudden, I start channeling fucking in living color. Good lord, not a lot of money. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, dude, uh, th- they're out of control. Like I told the kids, I was like, you guys can all get an ornament, and then I told them, oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, dude. Dude, you are I the know. fucking worst. I was like, man, no, go home and dreams, dude. <laughs> and fucking put a put a Grinch on a hook and put that up there, <laughs> dude. Jeff, you're you're setting these kids up and for like you're, you're teaching them real life. Disappointment. You're like, they hey, have what? to learn it. You're dude. gonna fucking fail most of your life, so enjoy. Yeah, they gotta learn it sometime, dude. Good for you, man. Yeah, way to crush kids' dreams before they've ever started. Way to go, bud. Yeah, especially and around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah dude. Like, they got yeah, dude. That's, that's like, the best. That's, that's a, They're more in tune, dude. Uh, their okay. emotions are way on our on fucking okay. pins and needles, dude. Dude, so Jeff, <laughs> you remember you used to have the the shower thoughts? Uh huh. That you know yeah. that was one segment you did for a little bit. I did the sho- thoughts of the shower. Where you get super high and you go take a shower yeah. and then you're like mind wanders. Well, guess into what, summer. bro? What I had one the other oh, day. Oh no! Yeah. What was it? All right. So we've done the standard like, oh, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Like, you know, you know, blah, 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 that list. But if you had to play a character from any Christmas movie and that had to be you, like who like what 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 character would you be? Like as a kid, I would I would have picked Kevin McAllister. Which, by the way, there's a do that now. By the way, there's like a Home Alone part five. Is there? Yeah. Is it? Dude, tell me it's him coming back. Like Macaulay Culkin all heroined out in the corner. No, he <laughs> and he fucking like <laughs> he just fucking like wakes up and he's like, "Whoa, guys, ugh, hey, I'll suck your dick for some fucking heroin." And then they're you know, uh, it becomes a whole different movie. But I don't um, know. I just they got to bring him back. No, it was it was you know who it was? It was the fucking guy from what was that movie where they were aliens? Third Rock from the Sun. Remember that show? Joseph Gordon-Levitt? No, not that guy. Yeah, it was I re- yeah, I remember it vaguely. It yeah. was the weird skinny gay guy. Oh yeah, guy, yeah. He was. The, I don't know that guy. He was name, the bad yeah. guy in Home Alone Part Five or Part Four. I don't know which one they're on. They went from Joe Pesci to the guy who's yeah. like fabulous. And his name's Marv. His name's Marv. So it's like it, I'm, this, I'm it's, totally gonna it's break like into your house and get your stuff. <laughs> So and, great, uh, but the, but I'm the glad your ones, mom's like an Amazon woman because we wear the same size. The, the other girl, the other uh, uh, kidnapper or whatever criminal is uh, a a girl because they had a, you know, wait what? Gender, you know. So like equality. this kid is like beating the shit out of a woman. So they're introducing <laughs> domestic abuse. Yeah, like instead of just beating up two fucking like hobo I, I'm criminals. I'm gonna be honest, dude. I got like ten minutes in. I said I cannot do this, and I turned it off. Dude, there's just a the- where do you draw the line with that shit, man? Like, was she at least butch? No, I mean, it, you know who I'm trying to think of. Who she it was, was all hot. And she shit, was wasn't no. She? she was like the. Uh, You're gosh. like, dude, honey, you'd be stripping, not fucking breaking into houses. She's 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 an actress. She's one of those actresses that you've seen in like a hundred movies, but you do not know her name and you can't picture one movie that she's been in. 
So just like this. a B-list actor. Yeah, actress. fuck it's, this. I'm looking it up. Yeah, yeah. It's I now think, I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's and, it's if, a, and if I haven't recognized this, girl I know her name can't movies, be Harry. Bro, though. I'm gonna be thing? like, God damn it, Jeff. Because was it the like one guy's Marv and the other guy's Harry, right? But is she Harry? She's Harry. She probably is. She's though. probably Harry, dude. Henrietta, dude. They just changed Henry- it up. <laughs> dude. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> what? Well, you're gonna look up the IMDb. You know what? Yes. Like, how are we gonna? They're like, how are we going to swing this, guys? Like, we really have to get a chick in here, and we have to get a gay white guy. Yeah. Because that's we, what everyone wants to we, see. We have to appeal to everybody. Yeah. They're like, get that one actress. Genius. What was her name? Her was, name? They should have just put Macaulay Culkin in there, heroined out with blackface, dude. Dude. That <laughs> went down really well. <laughs> I, I think I'd, I think I'd actually pay the theater for that. Yeah, I would, I, would go, I would risk COVID to go watch that one. And it's the holiday season. It's this chick, Dude, isn't I get it? COVID to go see that shit. You get the antibodies and you get to see Macaulay Culkin in blackface, bro. There's what's better than that. I know it would be worth it would be worth dying. But tell me, <laughs> tell me, Macaulay Culkin in blackface uh-huh. wouldn't look like Snoop Dogg's skeleton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like dude dude he already looks like a skeleton man yeah he i don't know i don't know man he looks like this a grown little boy <laughs> michael jackson is somewhere moonwalking and jizzing at the same time My, michael jack he said michael jackson never touched him though well that's what he said yeah well that's what he said yeah but that's what dude, i would say too I if mean, i got rich off that can, shit, can i just say like bro like mm-hmm. All these like unfamous kids out there fucking like dapping up, being like, "Yeah, he touched me," but yeah. like he didn't go for the fucking. It was the one guy Darren's dance. He was eating was. fucking like you know, beef steak instead. He could have been tapping fucking filet mignon. It doesn't make sense. He's beef the king steak? of pop. Yeah, he's, he's dude. He liked to go to Philly. His, yeah, every dude, now and then. Yeah. West Philadelphia, born and uh, raised. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man, because maybe that is one that he wouldn't have done. You know, Macaulay Culkin. Like, if you're MJ, dude, and you have like a an A list star kid at your at your ranch, that's probably one you didn't want to fuck with. You know, yeah, I guess that's I right because uh, Corey Feldman was definitely B list. Huh? Oh, dude, didn't Corey Feldman say that? Who was it? He said Michael Jackson did. No, but he said that. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Emilio Estevez's brother, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, that's him. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> I couldn't think, dude. <laughs> Right now, somewhere, Charlie Sheen is cutting his wrists right down Main Street as he's like, somebody said I'm Emilio Estevez's brother. I truly, the Adonis blood has worn off. The cocaine is done. I'm killing it. It's over. I'm no longer winning. Um, I just Yeah, like how, how next level of a bad parent do you have to be to let your kids go to a grown-ass man's house that has a playground in the background, dude, yeah. that has been suspected of child molesting? Like, even even if you take away the suspecting of child molesting, wouldn't you think that was fucking weird? Like, well, they, this guy they, has, like, the elephants family, and shit, like, hey, come over and pet my pet elephant. The family and was like, my he, he and pet never, my other pet elephant. <laughs> the family was like, he never touched the kids. He just, but he definitely slept in the same bed as them. I'm like, but isn't that enough? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Right. Okay. But 100% he did sleep in the same bed with them, but how nothing you, ever happened. It's how, like, 
Oh, okay. That I, seems to quell I was sleeping. my parental how do you, heart. Well, if you were sleeping, then how do you know Michael Jackson touched you? Well, oh, yeah. in the morning, I woke up and there was uh, sparkled glitter on my fucking nutsack. Mm. Like, <laughs> you know, his oh, gloves, his little... sprinkled it on the bed before we got uh, in there. There was, yeah. there was a rhinestone in his ass. Yeah, dude, yeah. come on. Like, dude, I, just yeah. the whole thing is, is like, yeah. It, dude, those parents sold their kids. Like, let's be real. 100%. They, I have always said that, man. 100%. They pimped their kid. They didn't 100%. care. Now, Whatever the question they were is, would you it, do that? I don't have any kids. So in this hypothetical yeah, world I and where I have, you know, where I have these children that I don't really care about because I haven't, they don't exist. Yeah, sure. I'd sell them for a pack of smokes. But, you know, no, <laughs> I don't I don't have any kids, so I don't know. Mm. But let, let's put it this way. I, I would I'd be willing to bet the kind of person that I am. There's no fucking way I would let that happen. Yeah. And if anybody like, 100%, and no. if anybody looked at my kid, even fucking cross-eyed, like, dude, they'd mm-hmm. walk with a limp the rest of their fucking life. Yeah, you get that. You get that. Like, I don't care if you were parent. the. I don't care if you were the king of pop or you were fucking like my favorite athlete. Because mm. I watch sports. Like, dude, like I love LeBron James, but he was fucking looking at my kid cross-eyed. I think I might go down swinging, but I'm going down putting getting some fucking thumps in. I think um like society is like hyper aware of that type of stuff now. Are they though? Well, you know what the thing was um, was it was it was the top of everyone's outrage list about three months ago. Now you don't hear shit. What was that fucking organization? Yeah, that- because they're out there <laughs> writing fucking articles about how pedophilia is a sexual orientation now. I think I think what that is is that's like one person who's fucking like either mentally dis you know fucked up already or someone who is like creates that fake story in order to create the outrage okay. because it no person in their right mind would actually think like that and if so, okay, so find me this. someone who actually okay, thinks go, like that. go ahead dale so let's think about this it's not just one person though because that person had to write the article and then they had to publish the article and then the news they had agency to post had it on to the fucking on their webpage. For, yeah, exactly. That's it. Well, it, but it wasn't I could though. Do it was that. an independent author that released it through a publisher. So someone actually wrote that garbage, and then it got published by a news outlet. Let me look it up. So, it, he, so here's something that's that that's crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, first of all, I think the three of us, and maybe Dale, I don't know you well enough, but I'm speaking out of turn. I think we can all agree that pedophilia is not an acceptable oh, yeah. thing. Exactly. I think we're Agreed. all on Absolutely the same page. Yeah. Okay. But, okay, like we're, like when you hear that people are, oh no, they're saying that and mm-hmm. people are like, could you fucking believe that? Yeah, I can. Because mm-hmm. back in like ancient Greece and before that, mm-hmm. there was pedophilia well, it's that happens, ran it fucking now rampant. in other countries way and more it, yeah. regularly. Yeah, like Africa, I think like 12 years old is like age, quote unquote, age of consent or they marry off their kids. America has a lot of that though too. Well, in the Middle East, I remember who one of my military friends were telling me that you could like hear the boys screaming at night. Like, and they weren't allowed to do anything because it was like something having to do with in their culture or something. But it was like, like, and that's like recent times and it's fucked. But when you think of other countries, not even just ancient Greece kind of thing, it's like current day shit. No, that's what what I'm saying, though. But it's been deep embedded in people for that long. Yeah, it's part of, it's it's quote unquote part of their culture. I think it's always been wrong. Like, Mm. let me, you know, get that out of the way. But, this is like not new. Like, oh well, now they're trying to normalize. It. I'm like, it's been normalized uh-huh. in certain cultures. So the outrage like, could have been like, continually going, but now it's like someone created this 
this uh time this 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 point well, people in the are timeline like, people where it's are, like let's get mad about this now right now well but people are acting like it's new and that's the thing it's oh. not new oh. i'm like it's been going on right. for oh you're saying like ever. people are trying to normalize it no they've always like no, they've, been it's trying. always been trying to be normalized but guess I, what I think, up I think to this point in time there's probably a dark a seedy thing. underbelly of society that probably does partake in that you know, no, dude. It and there probably happens. There probably always will be, but the thing is, is well, it needs to not be a mainstream like thing, like where we identify it as a sexuality. I agree right. with that. It is one hundred percent not a sex. It's a perversion. It's no. not a sexuality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a yeah. distinct difference between the two things. And uh, I th- but then, but you could also make the argument. So, for example, I'm British, right? So I'm a red Sorry. coat. And in in the UK, the age of consent is sixteen. Okay. In the US. The age of consent is eighteen, right? Depending, and I know depending some, on like, yeah, and like yeah, Alabama, right, I think it's like twelve. All right, all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So when you, so you know, you're talking about that. So at what point does it become pedophilia, and what at what point does society normalize it, right? So there's, and and that's kind of one thing where you know I would agree that it should be eighteen because if you've ever met a sixteen year old, they're all fucking dumbasses, every single one of them, including myself when I was 16. Yeah. Um, and they definitely shouldn't be trying to do anything uh, in the bedroom uh, because, you know, contraception's hard these days. Um, but, it, it, you know, you, the, where's, the, where's the line, right? So, like, that, the, in the UK, it's 16. In the US, it's 18. In Africa, it's whatever it is, 12 or whatever. In the Middle East, there's these, you know, uh, like you were talking about, there's these... Uh, these i don't know if it's normal or if it's um anecdotal but if it, if that's happen happening on a rampant scale and no one's allowed to intervene because society tells them that they're not allowed to in that culture then you know it, it it's a cultural thing do you think well, that that make you, it uh like that you should say you know what in this instance i am like authorized to intervene no. Or no, no. Oh, no, that I'm authorized to intervene? Oh, yeah. you should just always be allowed to intervene. But What if it would it's create like, some sort of like world there, there, atro- There's, you know, there's ways that people work around stuff, right? So, like, yeah, in these other countries, legally, just like, just to hook up with that, you know, child, I'm sorry. Mm. But, like, they have made that age it acceptable. But in America, it happens. The only difference is... We don't like you can marry a 12 year old, you can marry an 11 year old. There's some states where I think like, you can, right? You can, can you marry, marry like, is, and, young, and the like, sex religious is thing? fine as long as you marry them. So, again, like we were talking about parents pimping their child to Michael Jackson, that has like that's been happening for a long time mm. where these fucking piece of shit parents will fucking sell off their you know, nine, 10 year old, 11 year old kid mm-hmm. for money and then you know, like. They're just a sex object, basically. Now I'm sure it's happening somewhere in the U.S. right now. Some crackhead sitting there shooting up while some dudes using their son or daughter in the next room. You know, it's uh, there. There's definitely problems, and there's definitely been uh, there's a degradation and of society that's been happening over the last 60 years. I think that really has and and the normalization of sexualization that has created rampant problems. Um, for for adults and for children too, because children are exposed to this shit all the time on things like TikTok and uh, Instagram and Facebook, where you know people are basically half nude or nude in most in some cases mm-hmm. with zero parental um, observation at all. 
Do you know? think that so has it, like a negative impact those... on him? hundred percent. I think so. Yeah. hundred percent. I think that it, um, especially for girls, do you think it has you know, guys more... are like a one and done, right? So do you think it has more of an impact than say like when we were kids and we saw murder and death left and right on the TV too? you know, uh, maybe more so than, than what we, than what the kids are exposed to. Maybe it's kind of flipped and now they see less of that and more of an over-sexualized culture. Yeah. I mean, I think, so I was just talking to a friend actually today, uh, actually it was yesterday, but we were talking about, um, that very thing about how, how death is a, death is something that we've kind of hidden from society now. So people are always distanced from it. Whereas back in the day, um, so let's even go 140 years ago people were you know maybe maybe not not that close but not too not in the too distant past people were dueling each other in the streets and shooting each other to to the death mm-hmm. or at least to one of them won and people were seeing death on a daily basis and realized how life was um was actually sacred and that who knows how long you're you know you piss off your neighbor he challenges you to a duel and you could be dead the next day right yeah um but nowadays it's like they 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 bag you up they take you to some mortician who you know bombs you and makes you look all pretty puts you in a casket and you go over you say bye for five minutes and then you're in the ground and it's kind of gone and it's out of sight out of mind kind of kind of thing um and yeah maybe yeah i mean there is depending on what kind of movies you like like to watch i think that you could make that argument but um, the normalization of sexualization is definitely a problem and like i said especially for girls because girls, to, and I mean, you have girls, right? So how many yeah. you have? Three. Yeah. So, so if you're a, a female in today's society, females don't wear makeup and, and these things to compete to, to get males. They they do it to compete with each other. And yeah. but if it, you it's don't, it's weird look when they good, all look the same, though. They all look like fucking uh, Kardashian. You know why? Why is that the fucking? That's a horrible look, by the way. Yeah, but they all right, do it. it. Is, it is. They all do it. Because they see because, what's on top at the time and what's pushed. It's and what's because out everyone there. else is doing it. That's and that's thing. what's like popular in the right. trend. Do you think about it, Jeff? But like, if, okay, so uh, Dale, how old are you? I'm 31. Okay, so still in the same range, same ballpark, um, you know, as me and Jeff. But like, for for you, Jeff, like when you were of that age, when you were in your, you know, you were a teenager and shit, mm-hmm. like. What was real big then? It was like punk girls or like, you know, like Gwen like, Stefani. Yeah, like and, midriffs and being midriffs visible. and things like that. They like all did so it. yeah. Like that's something that like draws you. Like and it's definitely changed. If you look at like pictures of girls like if you look at girls from like the fifties that were like in they were freshmen, you would look and you'd be like, Oh my god, that's a kid. Like, look how young they look. Right. You know what I mean? And then, like, even when I was in school, like, I'll look at pictures of, like, my freshman year, and I'm like, we all look like children. Like, we look so... But I get like, you're saying like now, child, but now at a like, younger age, like, they I'm, wear makeup. They I'm a look server. Older, I'm a bartender. Uh-huh. I see families and things that come in all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's times where I'm looking and I'm like, dude, if I was like, I wouldn't be like so strict as to be ridiculous. But as a dad, I'm like, dude, like that kid can't be a day over 13. And she looks like she's hooking. No, and but, right. but how it's, do you it's, tell it's, your kids not to do that? I think that you don't tell them not to because you know what's going to happen if you tell them that? Mm-hmm. Then they're just going to have those outfits, hide them in their backpack. They'll fucking look all like, you know, fucking Dorothy or uh, Miss Cleaver in front of you. And then when they leave, they're going to fucking hoe it up. No, but you know but, what? But, these you, kids, but, but they... you talk to them and you just let them know 
Like, kind of, dude, I'm sorry. You tell people what they're in for, right? Uh-huh. So, like, if I go to apply for a job, okay, I don't take a shower, I don't shave, I have my long hair down, like, I'm wearing dirty clothes. Like, I'm probably, even though I'm a good worker, maybe I had, you know, something happen, but that's how I was presenting myself, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that that job should just be like, fuck that guy, because maybe they interview me and they're like, holy shit, this guy knows his shit. Yeah, but he looked like a bum. We're not going to do it. So, like, I'm prejudged on that. You're you, prejudged if, if, on your appearance is what you're saying. Right. So, so how does this apply now, to... Okay, I'm, I'm getting to that. Okay, okay, okay. So if you, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're dressing like a certain way, okay, very more sexual than your age should be appropriate, it doesn't make it right for anybody to do anything of that, but you're attracting the wrong type of attention. That's a bold Correct. statement. You're attracting believe, the wrong I, I type concur, of... I concur 100%. Like so, but so I mean, there's also I've heard the argument: Why can't you teach men to control their sexual urges and oh, not? You so should be able to. Yeah, but the, that would be that would be awesome. That's that's why these if if there's like some if that's why if a girl gets we'll say raped, it's not because uh-huh. the girl was dressed a certain no, way. It's, it's because it's the guy cer- most is a fucking piece of shit. No, it's that guy's. You know, it's that guy's fault. But, He's but the you, piece you of gotta shit. You got to be sure not to tell girls hey with keeping in perspective your individual you know what? choice to do whatever you want to do when you are 18 years old here's how you put it and you're of and you're in your fist legal, to punch with it you're of legal age and consent <laughs> you can hoe it up and dress however you want yeah, it's you your can. life yeah, do what you, you want but i'm your dad I kids. Oh, go on. you're 12 years old <laughs> and no you're not wearing midriff tops and fucking like yeah. looking like a Kardashian. Here's like, here's I'm the sorry. thing. So so the so and it like does my it, kids. And again, I would explain to them if something were to happen to you, I want you to know it's not your fault. It's that piece of shit's fault. But I also, you know what I mean? Like you just don't have to do it. It's not um, something that needs to be done. And the, I'm not saying like you know we're a fucking burka. No, the kids are I'm just the saying kids like are, be reasonable. Are, are You're 12 years old. Dress 12 years old. They're following trends that tell them that they don't need to do stuff like that too. That's a big movement as well. So it's like things like that. It's because not every every girl looks like a fucking Kardashian, you know? So there's... But uh, they try to. But there's also right? people out there telling them that you don't need to and that, that you don't need to be superficial like that. And so that mindset, once they get that mindset, they it doesn't affect them. They, no matter how they dress, it doesn't affect them. Yeah, if but they the don't... problem is, what, what percentage would you put in that category... Versus not many, the other not many. Yeah, because that's right. And that therein lies the problem, right? So yeah. I agree with I agree with Leo that 100 percent. It is not the person's problem that some sick fuck decides to rape you. Right. 100 uh, percent. That guy probably would have done it with or without. But why would you put yourself at risk by dre- dressing provocatively, knowing that there are those types out there? You could claim you could make the claim that, OK, we should educate our men that it's not OK to um, idolize women okay but then at the same time we have things like the music industry that are literally doing the exact opposite and they are making these women so sexual that men and because that's how it sells they want men to go to like women go to these concerts and so on but so do men yeah dude you want to know why because no, i'm just kidding exactly well for real <laughs> but yeah that's true though so these men go to these concerts and i think do you guys remember like 
I, I don't know, it was like eight years ago. I don't remember when it was. Some guy like grabbed Beyonce's ass on stage when she did something like, and she was kind of at the edge of the stage. He grabbed her ass or he grabbed something and she freaked out on him. Like yeah. legit went ape shit on him. Yeah, but that's and her right to do that. A hundred percent. Yeah. But what to Leo's point, look at how you're dressed. And a lot of these kids in that in that stadium were probably 15, 16, 17, 14 even. And they're seeing this grown woman who's considered one of the most, or if not the most beautiful woman at the world at one point, in the world at one point, up there with her tits hanging out, barely covering her pussy. And it's like, what are you, what are you telling these children that is acceptable? Because that isn't acceptable in the, in, in the real world. You know Maybe what, you know what she's teaching them? You know what she's teaching them? That's what she's teaching them. No, but but <laughs> okay, to that well, to that here here I have I have that. to say this. Okay, I have uh -oh. to say this. Um, not every every any woman who or not every woman who has been raped was it was because she was dressed provocatively. No, 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 no. not no, saying that. Not and like I've said before, it's not her fault. She can wear a fucking napkin, and if somebody rapes her, that's still that piece of shit's fucking fault. It's right. not so, her how fault. Did, how did but, we get to this but, point? But we're just looking at it as like. You know, like the, it's the normalization. So let me let me ask you this question, oh, Jeff. Yeah. Right. Okay, as a kid growing up, I could watch like Predator and Terminator and all those fucking movies. RoboCop. We talked last week about how yeah. fucking just, mm -hmm. just gory that movie was. Right? Death means very little to me. And what I mean by that is, is when I see somebody get shot like live on television, normally that should be a what no, the that's, fuck? No, that's when it crazy. happens live, though, you're like, everyone's watching. You're like, oh, my God, no, this motherfucker. But I, I just himself. look at it, and it's another death. They happen so frequently. And when I watch those movies, I got to watch, you know, an alien rip a spinal column from someone's body. I could watch, you know, people be decapitated, gunshots, like crazy. Yeah. Okay, but if there was a tit, like my parent, my mom would cover my eyes, but you can't look uh. at that. So for me, you're like, I guess I'll masturbate to gunfire, mom. Well, pretty much. <laughs> it's kind of what happened. Um, that's kind of my obsession now. Yeah. But no, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I have normalized <laughs> the most gory shit. Like, you will show me a movie, you're like, this movie's pretty gory, and I'll watch it, and I'll be like, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's B plus. Do you think that that created best. the mindset where it, we're in? Now? It, it means that like that shit doesn't register as provocative or like holy shit. The same way that. As you know, as time has passed on, like sexuality has that thing for these kids. It doesn't register as like "oh shit" mm -hmm. to them because it's been normalized. Well, Just I'll as tell you all this. of the violence that I saw normalized it. I'll tell it you doesn't this, mean though, that um, I'm a killer and that made me into what you know something crazy. It just means that when I see it, I don't have that visceral like "whoa." Like I just look at it and I'm like, okay. Like yeah, he just decapitated six guys. Well, big whoop. Game of Thrones would have sucked without that. All dem titties is all I'm saying. That's all I just wanted to get that. Oh my so. God. Yeah, I mean it's you know, and that's I'm not against show, titties again, by the way. A, yeah. <laughs> well, um, and that's the, that's the thing though. So to to Leo's point, it's it's yeah, it is always going to be the 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 predator's fault for not being able to uh, handle his own. Uh, you know, his own desires, I suppose, and forcing himself on someone. But at the, at the same time, you know, women are, women are not men. They're not as strong as men. As much as people like to say women can be as strong as men, it is painfully untrue. 
You see this in MMA. They let that guy who transitioned to a woman go in and fight these MMA women and just beat their ass. So I think that was so fucked up. It was so messed up. But I, <laughs> to that point, my, my point was that, it, you know, I don't have any kids, but my wife has a daughter and a son. And when her daughter was um, was coming of age, you know, she obviously wanted to do all these things. And she was like 17 and she was out partying on like a Friday night. And we're like, no, hard curfew, midnight. You got to be home by midnight. Nothing good happens outside. After midnight, you don't need to be out there. I can't She's wait to get to that point. 90 pound 5'4 girl, right? So she came home and she was all pissed off that we made her come home from this Tough party shit. or whatever it was. And my point to her wasn't that she was doing something wrong. My point was to her was, hey, if I, as a 200-pound dude, okay, wanted to force myself on you, do you think you could stop me? Well, no. Of course she couldn't. She's 90 pounds, mm-hmm. right? And there are bigger motherfuckers than me in high school, bro. Like bigger motherfuckers, like those linebackers, you know? Those kids are huge. Dude. So do we have to, we always have to have that in our kids, the back of their mind? I think so. I, I, I 100%. Yeah, I don't I know if you so. always have to have it in the back of their mind, but I, what I will tell you as someone who has dabbled, okay? I'm not like, saying As a like, large man. <laughs> well, that too. But no, what I'm saying is, is like I've done, like I, I've practiced jujitsu, okay? Mm-hmm. There were girls much smaller than I who could tap me out in fucking seconds, mm-hmm. okay? So all I'm saying is, is like if I was a father of a daughter, Teach them jujitsu. You goddamn right. Uh, because 90% yeah. of those moves are from off of your back, which chances are if you're a 90-pound girl who's 5'4", and this dude's two, right? you are on the ground. Mm. So this will teach you what to do to defend yourself. And now, do I think that guys should just stop being fucking pieces of shit and you know doing this kind of stuff? Of course I do. Yeah, but we live in, but we live in the real world. Unfortunately... We can only move as fast as our slowest learner, and apparently a lot of these motherfuckers are really slow. You know, uh, So I'm going to teach my daughter or my goddaughter to defend herself because that's where the rubber meets the road. I had a, I'm not going to be able to be around like to hover every moment and keep her safe, uh-huh. but if I can teach her a tool that will let her take down dudes way fucking bigger than her, that's what I'm going to do. I had a conversation with... Um, um, the, the kids' grandparents and they were, uh, they had made the 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 joke. Um, oh, you know, if anything ever anyone ever does do, we'll get the shotgun. You know, kind of thing. Like they made that. You know, the reference. Like, yeah, oh, I'll just mm-hmm. I'll go get my shotgun. And I was like, I th- I thought about teaching the girls self defense first before that happened, so that way we don't even need to get a shotgun. That would- that's that's what I had said. And I, I was like, am I like a fucking libtard, like loser, or am I like, you know? No. No. Because you were talking ki- about ki- teaching your kid to defend herself. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Uh-huh. You are you are empowering her. And I, I can't believe I'm saying this in a time where, where, you know, empowerment is such a big movement. Like, why have people not grasped onto this? It's not, you're, you well, don't, like, dude, literally teach women. I... Dude, my goddaughter Teach women. Was, Teach all of them. She was but not fun. too much, though. Yeah, no. We still got to smack <laughs> them around and keep them in the kitchen. I don't want them to learn. I don't want them to learn anything over four twenty-five. That's what okay? she said. <laughs> well, you got to remember that what you're talking about is being proactive. Guns are a reactive thing, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you're yeah. in war, right? So guns are definitely a reactive tool. Mm-hmm. So it's 
you know, something happens to you and you, if you're armed, you would use it in, in self-defense, yeah. right? What you're talking about is teaching your kids something that is proactive so that they know that if something happens, they can use that as a tool also. Yeah. But it's proactive in that they already have the knowledge of what they need to do if something happens, right? Mm -hmm. Guns are just a tool that almost anyone can use if you spend some time at the range mm. and, um, and have no skill other than, okay, well, I can point and shoot this thing. Right, I, I'm so, I'm kick ass at Call of Duty, bro. Oh God, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty good too. <laughs> no, I suck at first person shoes, but that's totally. <laughs> I, right. I, I have friends Tran translating are, it to. A, I, I have got. I have dudes that are like that. They're like, fucking murder on Call of Duty. Yeah. I'm like, you do realize that that's way different, right? <laughs> the but anyways, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to Imagine interrupt. Your controller kicked back and hit you in the face every time. <laughs> He's like, why is it vibrating? My Nintendo controller never did this. <laughs> yeah. This shit ain't authentic, oh, bro. This is a tool. Um, yeah, so so that's kind of like on the itinerary too, but they're all into um Cobra Kai. They love Cobra Kai. Dude, that show is the shit. Yeah. Did you finally finish watching it, dude? I did, but they haven't. I I dude, I watched every episode and so then please, I started rewatching it with the family. Please tell me, please tell me you think what I think and Elizabeth Shue is going to be in the next season. Yeah, she is. Dude, I have such a crush on her. She dude. she added what's she was his name so on hot Facebook when I was a kid, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she added him at the end. That was the the, the cliffhanger. Uh -huh. Cuz you when well, we talked about Cobra Kai cuz I watched both seasons in like a day. That's how like just into it I, I was. I think I think I could have done it in a day, but I like did the, but like, you had the first season immediately, and then the second season was the next day. But it was like I could have, but I think I stopped it because yeah, because you I hadn't was like, this seen is it. too much, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, I need to talk to Jeff about this." It's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to binge watch like two seasons of a show. Nope, not if you've I got mean, the right amount of weed. It isn't. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. like I can start fucking just. I. Not like I haven't said it before, but I'm like now that it's gonna be legal, I'm like Ooh. Dale, you like um you like uh, documentaries though, right? Yeah, I don't really watch a lot of like popular shows and things like that. But what's a doc you've seen uh, recently? Man, what was the last one? I just uh, what was that? What's that one on Netflix about uh, the guy, the pharma? Was it called the pharmacist? Mm -hmm. Is that the really one where, where where the kid's son uh, died of an overdose and then he tried to? Yeah, yeah, dude. I've seen that was like a two parter. That one that was, was crazy, insane, dude. What happened? The guy's a legend, dude. Oh fuck yeah, he is. What did he do? Yeah, dude. He uh, so his son died of an overdose. He had no idea his son was using, and his son went to like this bad part of town and got shut up in a in a drug bust. Someone basically robbed him, and mm -hmm. uh, he worked at this pharmacy and he realized that. He was getting tons and tons of kids coming in with these opioid prescriptions, and they were all from the same doctor. Hmm. So he's like, hmm, something isn't right here. And so then he started, you know, educating the people that were coming in, like, hey, you know, like, what this drug does, right? Like, and they were like, oh, I don't give a shit. Give me my pills. I want to go fucking get high, right? Yeah. So he's like, oh, something isn't going, something isn't right here. And they lived in this, some little town in the south somewhere. I don't remember. I don't, I don't think oh, it was Oh, okay. Texas. I think Georgia, now maybe? You're, you're explaining. I think it was Georgia. I think I've seen, like, uh, the intro or the trailer to this, what you're explaining. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go oh, on. It's so it's 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 sick, dude. It's it's legitimately probably one of the best mm -hmm. documentaries I've seen in a while. Okay, like, it's... Uh, from because it's it's they kind of get got a little bit of everything, and and it's kind of sad to say because it's a, a, a true story, but it's got the drama, the death, the remorse, the 
like grief dude this guy was grieving and the mm-hmm. way he grieved wasn't like i'm gonna lock myself in my house and just you know be whatever he went after this doctor dude he was like surveilling the doctor he i like um, when a doc he, grips you in like that and get and gets you like attached to the characters like that well and what was super crazy right so like the first episode his son is murdered Okay, and the cops are like, yeah, it's another fucking junkie who's dead. Like, who gives a shit? Like, Mm. they're not really giving it the type of attention that as a parent you would want a police force to give. Okay, so he starts fucking involving himself in the investigation. Like, and then they get it to the D.A. and the D.A. is kind of pussyfooting and he fucking like keeps the hammer down making sure that they get this person who killed his kid. Mm -hmm. And then he goes after this doctor, like Dale was saying, when he finds out that she's like a pill farm, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And the and then it turns out like the FDA couldn't do anything because they couldn't prove that she wasn't legitimately uh prescribing the pills, even though dude people were coming like out of state, driving like four hours to come yeah. down and like yeah, buy that sounds prescriptions familiar. from her and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh but yeah, not to, to ruin it for anyone that hasn't watched it, but uh you should check it out for sure. It's it's the ending is is kind of crazy how simple the solution was. Um, and even like the feds couldn't figure it out, but the way he, that he ends up getting her, uh, disbarred isn't the word, but I guess revoking her medical license was, uh, Hmm. was because of another case that happened in New York city that the DA actually prosecuted. And he basically called that day and was like, how did you, like, how did you get this stopped? Like, how did you stop it? And the DA tells him, Hmm. and then he goes down that path and ends up managing to get her medical license revoked. And, um, and she was in, going to court and shit, and she got in some accident, and she was all disabled and shit. And they basically, she ne- served zero days in prison because she had this like debilitating, debilitating accident where hmm. they were like, "Oh, you can't like this. This woman can't go to prison like this kind of thing. She's a couch potato now." So there it's- was kind of justice injustice kind of thing. But this guy, man, like this guy had some balls, dude. The shit he did in that documentary. He had yeah. balls, dude. Like he was recording the police, man. Like he was calling. And he's like, I don't think you guys give a fuck. And they're like, Well, I don't know what to tell you. We don't have any more information. Yeah, you guys definitely don't give a fuck. And they're just like literally not giving a fuck. Uh-huh. And he's recording them, dude. Like, wow. no shit's giving. He has boxes and boxes of tapes, like just saved from him calling different people and stuff. Dude, it's that, that really good. That woman would still be selling drugs in that in that same spot. Yeah. And his son's murder still would have been walking the streets if it wasn't for that guy. Like legit. Hmm. Like nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, no like, one dude. Like there no was zero cared. fucks given. As Kevin Hart's new special like, zero fucks given, that's exactly what the fuck it was. I still haven't seen that one. You should, look, I like it. A lot of people don't like it. I think it's just part of well, it is Kevin Hart does give fucks cuz he kind of apologized for shit he said 20 years ago, so Well, yeah. Him. Well, in that but he brings that up now. Does he? That, yeah. It's it's one of those things where he like, dude, he apologized all that time ago. But when they tried to, t- we talked about it on the podcast when yeah, they tr- when they basically were like, we're gonna take away your thing. He's like, okay, well, I'm not apologizing again. Like I already said, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, fucking ten years That's ago. That's the for move that to shit. make. Though. Like, That's probably the right move. I'm not doing it again. That's okay? the right move. Like for, I did it the first time. Like eat me. <clears throat> Go back. You went well, back. Listen, like, Go ahead. As a comedian, why do you like? Why do you go to a comedy show if you don't go there to be fucking offended? Like yeah, we've some, talked about cause, that. Because some be offended, like because a lot of people go because, dude, uh, 
I, like, as somebody who's not as successful as this guy, I feel kind of bad shitting on him. Mm. But Brian Regan sucks. I tried watching his fucking special the other day because he's like, you know, ultra clean, fun for the whole family guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was fucking so bored. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have rather stabbed my eyeballs out with a fucking hot poker I've than watch that shit again. I've seen a comedy show like that. Again. I walked out of like, one before. Like, dude, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't... <laughs> comedy is comedy, all right? And I want to fucking be entertained. I want to be a tad uncomfortable. I want yeah. you to say something that makes me go, oh, shit! Yeah, like, make me feel like, like an idiot for thinking the way I do. Yeah. That's or, what I want. Or, or like, literally <laughs> tell me how many times you watch a comic and you're like... I've never vocalized that, but I've always thought that. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, like, if yeah. you can, if you can hone in on that, like when I see uh, people do a bit on that thing that you're talking about, like, yeah. and and I know you, you're not, you don't care, but Seinfeld used to do that a lot too. No, dude. Yes, the guy, like I said, he would he, find that thing. He's lost more money gambling than I'll ever make in my entire life. You'll still never convince me that he's funny. All right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just can't. There's you can't unless you start showing me fucking like underground videos of like this is who Jerry Seinfeld really is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but he was the least funny person on his television show. Yeah. I'm like, he's the least interesting person in every episode he, of Comedians in Cars Getting oh, Coffee. Oh man, I was gonna make a stupid joke, but you got it. He's literally the the least funny person. No matter who he's interviewing, he's the uh-huh. least funny guy. I liked him in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't understand. Why is everybody talking about it? I don't get it. Like, nobody cares. You're just whiny. Why does nobody care? Yet I make millions of dollars. Do a bit about Seinfeld not caring as Seinfeld. Dude, he he fucking (laughs) said it in his last special. He was like, I don't really put a whole lot of energy into this thing. He fucking showed you. It was unfunny. What, what he didn't need to once he got that contract for TV, though, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, that's he's that that's was the thing. He got to a lot quit. Of people I love Seinfeld. A lot of people have talent. A lot of people have a good PR person, man. Like, it's not all. Like, how many shitty bands are out there that made it, dude? And yeah. it's not because they were good. It's because they had a good PR, PR yeah. person or a niche market that a label thought they could pick up, and then they make tons of money, and they they're not really that great, like. Uh, shit, man. There's, you know, there's Metallica. So many. No. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of Metallica. <laughs> I'm never was. But that was. Yeah, they were a fad, dude. I feel like they just had like this cult following, right? Yeah. They was, still do. Actually, insane. I went and saw because of this whole COVID shit. Like, I went to a drive-in concert that they like recorded. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, I didn't pay any money for the ticket, so it was free for me. And it was totally worth going out, especially like the way this year has gone, and you're not really. Did you have like code. your phone open and watching video though, or no? Like so, they had like a like a drive-in. Screen, oh, that's right, the drive-in screen. And then you tuned in in your car to the ra- you know the radio frequency. And I remember, you dude. Talking like about when this. you go to a concert, sometimes like depending on where you're standing, like dude, your ears can't really track all of the beauty, like the the masterness of the music, because like you can just hear a lot of reverb from the speakers and shit, and you hear a lot of ringing. But, like, you can just hear it fucking clear as day through your thing. In, You're watching that, it like, <laughs> dude, is it the same thing as a live concert? Of course yeah. it isn't. But it was still fun. Yeah. A lot funner than I thought it was going to be, dude. I, I was like, eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I went to a, a comedy show in Canada. And uh, it was just like this last, it was like, what do we do? And uh, it was like this last minute thing. We decided, oh, there's this comedy club. Let's go to this comedy show. 
And the host, I guess, I don't know. I don't know a lot about comedy, but the host, when he was, uh, the, who's the guy? Is it the host? The guy that comes on between comedians and introduces the yes. next one? Is he technically the host? Yeah. Yep. So he comes out and he's, he does, you know, how you do a bit. They do these small bits in between while the next comedian's getting ready or whatever. And uh, he, he comes out, dude, and he tells this joke. It was winter, right? And we're in fucking Edmonton, Canada, dude. It's like his basically as far the last city as far north i think you is you can get in alberta or something and we're there and we're watching this comedian i'm like fucking four whiskeys deep and it was funny like they had Atta some boy. good comedians up there and this guy <laughs> this guy comes out dude and he's like man i love winter and I'm, you know like okay he's like i can fill my pockets of change and skip down the fucking street and there's no homeless begging and someone <laughs> Pissed, dude. <laughs> Someone got mad, dude. Like, that's good. booed him and shit. And he's like, oh, wait, that's what you get mad at. That's where you draw the line? Is that that? He's like, get the fuck out of here, dude. He's like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, that was probably one of the least offensive jokes that's been said here tonight. And that's where you draw the line, dude. I'm just so but it's true. bummed like, that I didn't think there? about that. Like, I'm so pissed. Probably because I live in Arizona, yeah. where fucking There's winter always, is yeah. sixty. They're still homeless out there. <laughs> yeah, they're they're yeah. they're just out there in fucking like shorts. instead of board shorts, they're wearing fucking you know cargos. Two pairs of board shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Double up, bitch! It's cold outside. Just gonna catch a draft. Dude, homeless here, they just wear fucking bin liners, dude. It's I'm I'm like... I'm almost upset if I see a comedian, and there was nothing. Like I don't ever get offended, so yeah. you can't hit me with the like. Oh, now I'm. You want to see someone I, in that I want to see somebody else <laughs> fucking freaking the fuck out yeah. because that to me is the brilliance of comedy, uh-huh. is that you can take people who you can tell Think truly they couldn't be offended. Well, yeah, and you also see people who you realize how self-important they really believe they are. I've talked about it on the podcast mm-hmm. before. As a comedian, like if I tell a joke that offends you because I did an abortion joke and you just lost your baby to a miscarriage, guess what, bitch? I don't know you. I don't know your story. So guess what? This joke isn't about you. Mm-hmm. So it right. ha- it happened to touch on something. Well, guess what? Like I've been a party to five abortions and I wanted to keep all of the kids. So I feel like right. I have a right to make fun of that because that's how I cope with my shit mm-hmm. is I just well, make like, is- inappropriate jokes. So people like they just don't think that just because you heard a joke and it touched on something in your life, it ain't you. Like I don't know right. you. And the other thing, the other thing too is you have to – when I go to a com, and I haven't been to too many comedy shows, but I do like watching comedians and stuff. On like, like I'll watch their Netflix specials every now and then. With my wife, she's not really too much into crude humor and stuff as I am, but she'll watch them with me until until they get too bad, where they're just like literally just talking about dick every five seconds, which I also don't think is funny. But the the if you go to a comedy show and you don't find someone funny, just don't fucking laugh. Exactly. Like, yeah. They're going to get the picture when no one laughs. When they bomb, you don't have to boo them, but when no one laughs at the punchline, they're going to get the picture and they're going to go, oh, fuck, I bombed. Right? Like, there's, I think people don't really understand how much pressure people who are trying to be a comedian or are comedians put themselves under when they're actually trying to write jokes. It isn't easy. It's not easy to do that job. And, yeah, you might have paid to go to some comedy show that has a headliner, right? And, of course, there's always four openers or whatever. 
a lot of those guys are either up and coming or they'll never be something, right? So, but at least have the common decency. Like, I don't like to get booed at my job when I suck at my job. There are times when I mm. suck at my job and I don't have my clients calling me going, boo, <laughs> like, just don't <laughs> laugh, right? Like, Well, just, yeah, just, just don't be laugh like, okay, because cause take it from a comedian, your silence says way more to me than you booing me. When you boo me... Booing you almost gives you, you an, an invitation to fucking heckle, right? You, like, you can just get Yeah, or I know that my joke worked because either you mm -hmm. laughed or it pissed you off. Either way, you allowed me a reaction. If you just right. don't laugh and I got nothing but crickets out there, that mm -hmm. lets me know I suck at my job. And that particular joke... Don't needs tell to that fucking one again. hit the bricks. Yeah. And or you, know you, what? you workshop it. You go, okay, it's next not, time I'll say it differently. It's here. not just open micers and the like. I saw George Carlin the year he died when he was practicing on his last special he recorded before he passed away. Mm. He was telling jokes here in Tucson. He told a joke. Nobody laughed. He pulled out a pen. He goes, well, that joke fucking didn't work. <laughs> and just drew a line through that joke. <laughs> And just was mm -hmm. like, well, fuck it. Like, obviously that joke doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what, like, when you are trying to build muscle, you go to a gym, you're not performing in front of people. You're just fucking getting in reps. When you're a comedian. I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. Some <laughs> well, of those guys fucking perform. Well, man. you hear those grunters. Squatting like, it, their asses, <laughs> ass cheeks are fucking clapping, dude. Like, those guys are going for it. The dude. Terry Cruises of this world. Yeah, but they're, like, looking for it. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah. if you just sat in the, in the corner and you were quiet as fuck, like, you'd get built because you're putting right. in those reps. Like, when you're on stage, that's what you're doing. You're fucking doing your reps. You're trying to see, okay, hey, guess what? Like, I thought this joke was gold when I wrote it. Obviously, that's why I'm bringing it on stage. Guess what? Yeah. I fucking mischaracterized that. That joke sucks. Either A, let's workshop it. Where did I go wrong? Were they laughing at parts and not other parts? You know, like, what can I do? But, or, hey, guess what? I thought that was going to be a good bit, but clearly it didn't work. Fucking throw it in the scrap heap. So you guys know who was, I actually thought, thought was really funny before he came a fucking shell for the left? Mm. Trevor Noah, dude. He had some fucking funny bits, dude. Like, I think I've seen ones. one of his stand-ups. Like, yeah, his stand-up was really good, dude. His, <clears throat> his The Netflix special before he... I mean, I think it was Netflix. They did a special on him when he's he was up and coming. He's got... And it was great, dude. He was funny. And now he just spent the last four years of his life selling his soul to the devil to make shit jokes about Donald Trump for the last four years. It's like... Bro, you were funny, man. Like, you actually had jokes. Like, you got crowds going, sold out arenas, and you sold that for what? To go sit on TV? To pander to an audience? I mean... For way is, more money than he was it's making. I don't get from these it's people. hard to fill Jon Stewart's shoes, and I think exactly. that might have kind of a negative impact on one's but career, also on top of it, no I, matter I, what. I get what you're saying, though, Dale, because like I, I, I saw Trevor Noah, like before he even was on Netflix. Like I, cause I, I just, as a comedian, like I try to absorb as much comedy as I can. Um, sometimes I do notice I have to step away if like, maybe I'm getting influenced a little too much. Right. That's kind of like ask, my thing. I, I, I always thought that like, if you're a comedian, do you watch a lot of it? Do you well, listen to other comedians bits? Do you, what do you do well, in that situation? How, Cause I feel like me, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like 
so I don't know if you guys heard this, but Ed Sheeran, do you guys know that he had like several lawsuits against him for stealing like certain chord progressions? Mm-hmm. And I hadn't heard. He, that, he no. claims he did nothing wrong, but he, but other people like you know people in the industry are like, well, it's very possible he was listening to albums and then he went and you know created something in it. Yeah, he, he kind of had that in the back of his that mind happened right? with, when he was with building Pharrell, that. Um, and um, what's his name? Uh, Alan Thick's son. What's his name? Robin, Robin Thick. Robin Thick. That's it. Uh, they got sued for that for one of the song that they did, uh, saying that I it know was, which one you're talking about. It was a good ass song too. Yeah, they, but it was like an old. Um, gosh, I don't. I don't know who the. It, I want to say like a Motown era type of. It was song. I forget who it was, but, but it was they played it. I remember watching like the news story and they played it, and I was like, and, and and that's what Pharrell said. He's like, he's like, I was inspired by other musicians, like. Like you, you, and he he made a comparison. Like you wouldn't compare, you wouldn't say like uh, one painter's painting is less because he was inspired by another person's painting, even though he painted it himself. So I don't know something so, along those lines. No, and and what he's saying it it, it makes sense, like from a comedic perspective, right? So yeah. if I do notice that that happens, I will take a step back. But the reason that I absorb so much comedy is because. When I see real fucking great stand-up, it inspires me to work harder. Mm-hmm. I don't watch like a, a like a stand-up who's super funny and go, "Fuck!" Like I'll never reach that. Like no, I see somebody like that and I'm like, "Okay, fuck!" I need to really put in extra time. Sometimes it's really more than the joke, on, though. On, on Sometimes it's like, dude, it's delivery. A, lo- a lot of it is it's delivery, totally yeah. delivery. So, Timing, you know. So I've told you this bef- before, Jeff. Uh, when I did the um, the comedy show Critical Comedy, and Doug Stanhope was one of the people who was out there, mm-hmm. who was judging it and kind of like telling you kind of where you're doing. And, and I won't tell the joke again on the on the episode, but it was my ranch dressing joke and you know vegan lesbians and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I told. Oh, I gotta it, hear this. Oh, okay, all right. So I don't know if I know so, this one. All right. So so the joke <laughs> basically goes like this. I'm like, all right, look, I'm a server, and I don't understand how ranch dressing became so like next worldly popular it doesn't matter what people order they always ask me for a side of ranch dressing they'll be like i'll have the grilled chicken alfredo and two sides of ranch dressing always for what i don't know i don't know why you would mix those things but they do it's got me convinced at this point i could convince a vegan lesbian to give me a blow job if i just put a little ranch dressing on it she'd probably oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, i remember that one now right so i told that joke and doug stanhope one of my idols like a golden god is just like, you know what, Scriptjack, I'm going to tell you right now, when I heard the premise, he's like, that premise is dog shit. It, like, it, ugh, he goes, I rolled my eyes when I heard this, like, as you started talking about it. And he goes, but you sold it, so keep it. Mm-hmm. Like, you sold it. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be funny. When I rolled my eyes, I was like, this is stupid. And he's like, but it worked. The room laughed. Like, you sold it. And that's what a lot of comedians, some of them who have writers, do. Mm-hmm. If you get someone like you can get the funniest motherfucker, but if they have no delivery, no timing, yeah. that joke isn't going to work. And writers, if you for write it comedians, and you give it for people like they nail that. shit. Well, sometimes you have to write a joke for that person, too. You do. You know, like, like, I, like you could you can't, can't write a joke. Another person could tell but someone write, else. could. I can't write a Larry the Cable Guy joke no, and give it to Chris don't. Tucker. Yeah. Like. <laughs> You know, he's like, I swear to God, man, get it done. Like, uh, yeah, you know, or I guess that that's Chris good. Rock. I don't know. Whatever. It's not going to work. <laughs> do, you, do you guys, uh, do you guys know who Kevin Bridges is? Kevin Bridges? Yeah. Is that Nash Bridges' son? 
Kevin Bridges. Yeah. I don't know who I is he. Maybe I don't. Know. I don't think so. He's a he's a Scottish comedian, but man, he's probably one of the funniest comedians I've seen in a long time. His name's he's, Kevin he's, Bridges. Kevin Bridges is his name. He's pretty funny, dude. Is he on YouTube? And uh, he looks familiar. Yeah, he's on YouTube. You can you can uh, you can pull him up, dude. Because I will watch his he, shit tonight when British. I get done with this episode. Oh, dude, he's, it, no, he's, he's Scottish. Not, he's Scottish. He's Scottish. But uh, he's Scottish. He has this bit. Dude. Oh, Scottish. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. has this bit, and he. Uh, Bridges, there's a lot of stuff British. that might, like you might not get just because it's cultural, right? Like there's the Scottish English thing. You, you might, you I, might not. I, I love Scottish humor, dude. Look, I love. I I, I I don't know that I will get all of it, but I will say that like most of the stuff that I watch is mostly British. So you might get it. I feel like I so might catch bit, more of dude. it. He has this bit and he's like, he, and this is a, a true story I, from what I gather is he, uh, he has this bit where he was in Australia doing a, a show in Australia. And uh, he said that he was trying to order water from this, I don't know, coffee stand or something. And uh, he, he says, I can't do a very good Scottish accent, but he goes, I'll take the uh, water. Get, can I get a water? Can please? I get the Give me a water, yeah, please. Get a water, right? Give me a water. So that's more Irish. Yeah, please. there you go. That was more Irish, but he goes, "Water, can I get a water?" And they're like, "What?" And he's like, "Can I get a water?" And they're like, "What?" And he goes, "He said, and there's nothing more condescending because it's always a British guy who comes over to translate for you, and there's nothing more condescending than when someone has to fucking translate your own language into your own language." <laughs> <laughs> and it's legit one I of the might. funniest but like it just you, it's you, so simple dude but it's so true too because you're trying to get if a water? you ever spent any <laughs> yeah so the guy comes over and he's in this british guy's yeah he's asking for a water <laughs> right so he, he's like and then i feel doubly stupid because this guy's translating from my language into my language and if it's he's, such a good bit but... and if he's british he's talking very slow like he's pissing that australian yeah. guy off the guy's like they use the word prick a lot you prick <laughs> Everyone's yeah, a prick. Dude, you guys will enjoy his stuff, I think. I swear He's to God, pretty... don't be such a fucking cunt, mate. Oh, yeah, we used to go <laughs> back with William Wallace and shoot lightning bolts out of our arse. <laughs> with the Bruce. I, I swear to God, you guys, <laughs> you fucking think that I'm something that I'm not. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I swear to God, you more drunk. To, <laughs> I always just default to... Uh, to uh, Austin Powers, dude. The baby, yeah. I want my baby back, baby back. Baby Everything back, turns into back, Austin Powers. <laughs> I swear to God, they call me fat bastard. Oh, yeah. Oh, I swear <laughs> to God, get in my belly. I'm dead sexy. <laughs> Look at my sexy body. It's, dude. <laughs> There's, I don't think anyone in the UK has not seen Austin Powers. They, really? I'm sure they all love it. They're like, oh, these it Americans and their like, bullshit. That, that, you know, it's... It was just such a good man. I remember I was like twelve or thirteen when the first one came out, going to the movies and seeing yeah. that, dude. It was just, it was so good, dude. Dude, Michael Caine is his dad legend, is my favorite. There are two things that I can't tolerate. Okay, it's people who are intolerant <laughs> of other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> dude, I just saw I, I just saw a Christmas Carol with that guy with the uh, Michael Caine. Okay. Yeah, you saw a Christmas the, Carol. the Muppet. Christmas Carol. Dude, Muppet Christmas Carol, tell me that's not the shit. That one was good. It was oh, good. dude, speaking of, I don't think we ever answered that. What fucking movie uh, fucking Christmas thing would you be, dude? What? Remember I told Ooh, you earlier, I was like, me? hey, what? yeah, from what Christmas movie, if you had to play a character from a Christmas movie, like... Oh, shit. Like, who would you pick? That'd be Rudolph. I, I, I'd put... Yeah, Rudolph I'd, flies, dude. Rudolph? You'd be Rudolph? Okay. Pre, he flies, Pre man. or post-cancerous nose? <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Well, I picked Kevin McAllister. He's Rudolph. That's right. What That's about right. you? Uh, I would totally be fucking uh, Chevy Chase from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Well, dude, I already am him, dude. I you, put my lights you, up you today. You wish dude. you were Clark W. Griswold. You don't know, you don't know you don't, Chevy you, Chase you, from you, fucking Christmas Vacation? Uh-huh. You, you couldn't oh, carry my. Clark uh-huh. W. Griswold's jockstrap in a suitcase. Dude, I put, no I put fucking Christmas way. lights up today, <laughs> and I yelled at the kids loud enough for the neighbors to hear. Dude, Dude, that is like, as Griswold because, as I get. Because I come from such a crazy, drunken Polak family, like there's yeah. a there's a line because it's like the whole fucking Christmas is off the rails. It's nice. going shitty, and people are like, "We're leaving," and he's like, "Oh no, nobody's leaving." He's like, "We're fucking all into this together." And when Santa squeezes his fat ass down the chimney, he's gonna see the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. And I kind of feel like that's how I walk through life. Is I see the jolliest bunch of assholes on a daily basis. It At work? Yeah. Nice. Oh, dude, are just they burning down buildings? <laughs> they should be. They really should be. Are but people, I don't. Are think people th- still burning down buildings right now? Is that still going on? <laughs> I, I don't. I think it. Or have think they it calmed down. down a little bit? Well, there's a bunch of fires in California right now, that, and that's just burning everything. That's down. just because I, I I left a joint lit. I'm yeah, sorry, that's guys. Fun. My bad. Yeah. I left a joint lit. I don't I think fucking, anyone will I miss. I knocked it. I, I don't think anyone will miss it. No, they're well, just going to move over here now. <laughs> no, they can't. We don't <laughs> yes, have are. No, bro, look. It's something that I... Uh, Their I've car been, is going to break down in Arizona. There's and they're something live here. that I've been wishing for for most of my life, okay? What? More Californians and in Arizona? something that Bill Hicks used to say. I can't wait for the big earthquake and for California to fall into the ocean mm-hmm. and... Go ker splash, and then I will live in a nice little part of America known as Arizona Bay. (laughs) I can't wait for beachfront property, my brother. Dude, I've been hearing that shit since I moved here. You guys see Musk left? Uh, I have not. Yeah, Elon Musk changed his residence from uh, California to Arizona. So, no, Arizona, Texas. Oh, Oh. yeah, I was gonna say, everybody's moving to Texas, dude. I'm like, bro, Joe Rogan. I'm like, listen, Joe. I'm like, yeah. Austin sucks. It's a bunch of fucking no-talent hacks who fucking put like their music up it's in gonna Austin, It's going to be the bro. new scene, dude. Stop. You know, well, what, you know what's get weird? Get the fuck it's, out. It's being the new scene dude, because there's, there's like, no... like it's, it's hipsters with cowboy hats. So no. you've traded in L.A. There's hipsters. There's also Texans that have lived there their whole life. Cowboy hats and chaps, dude. Yeah, assless chaps. Oh, wait. All chaps are asses, but um, still. Well, here's the thing is... is um, is that going to hold up as soon as the, the coronavirus is, is eradicated? I think that he's going to move. I mean, you know, we can't speak for the guy, but just things that he said publicly sounds to me like he's going to pack up shop and move the whole thing. Dude. I don't think he's going to stay in California, dude. Like, I, I, think, I think he's going to. Wasn't he supposed to build a um uh, a farm? Club? No, no. I'm talking about Elon Musk was supposed to build like a, uh, like a, uh, a solar farm in Arizona. Was, I had, wasn't, I had not heard that. He was supposed to I build think a solar there was farm. About that. I, I know that he was doing something uh, in Australia where they they have really high power, uh, power bills in Australia because they have to import a lot of their power because mm-hmm. they don't have enough sustainability. And he was he was claiming that you could basically build enough solar powers out in the Australian outback, as they call it, mm-hmm. to power the entire country for basically whatever it costs to build and maintain. But they kind of laughed at him. And, he was and then like, BP was like, hell no. Yeah, <laughs> you're fast, dude. <laughs> Pretty much, dude. I mean, let's be Maybe real. Maybe not BP. Like, what's some other what's some, <laughs> electrical one? Whatever the fucking Australian equivalent they is, They burn mate. oil for energy in Australia? We do whatever the fuck we have to to survive. <laughs> you fucking pick. 
Jesus Christ. Maybe the dingo <laughs> ate your baby. We ain't got no fucking dingoes. Yeah, they all burned. It's all you fucking Americans all think we got all this shit. What about, what about the koalas that were screaming when they were on fire? Nobody yeah. likes koalas. They're fucking dicks. Okay. Um, Everybody thinks that there's these stoners that eat these leaves and trees, but they're fucking cunts, the whole lot of them. Um, so um, I kind of want to jump around the list. Let's do um, it. So um, the vaccine... Have you guys? Do you, I've been watching a lot of news about the vaccine lately. Have you guys been up on any of the news that they're doing? Yeah. So, like, I have family in England, and they rolled it out for emergency use in the UK. And I, uh, I texted my family, and I said, if there's anything you've ever listened to me on, don't take that shit. Like, listen, there's nothing that the that humankind have ever manufactured on any rapid scale like that for mass production and release that has been good. Right. Like with maybe the exception of a burger. But I mean, I don't know. The, maybe it doesn't that doesn't necessarily disqualify it as it being something that can help. Yeah. But what I mean, we're sitting over here in America and they're crying for a vaccine and they release it first in the UK. It's like, yeah, you be our guinea, guinea pigs. Go ahead. So I want to do with a few less limeys. <laughs> like, I, I watched um, I watched Trump sign an executive order the other day to make sure that uh, Americans get the vaccine first and then we can give it out to other countries. They've already shipped it to fucking the UK. I watched like him. Were, I watched what? him sign this executive Doesn't order. Matter and what I, you I know. Watched. I know. But I was just like, why did he do this? I want. I wanted to know, like, why would he do this? And here's the. I don't know. I, I don't know. Seventy-five million people will look at that and they'd be like, "Well, he did it. He did everything." We're but uh, but I don't. I mean, well, th- there's the vaccine has been created in other countries as well. It was every country working together to make a vaccine. It's been they they make the vaccine. It's not all made. Here in the United States, they make it in other let countries. Me, so if that country makes it, they give it to their own people first. That makes sense. You would think. If, yeah. if I mailed you, if I mailed you a vaccine, would you take it? Not if it came from you. It I have to get administered <laughs> from. Uh, <laughs> Damn. There might be some additives in there, but no. Yeah. But for real, like if if you were mailed a vaccine in the first round, would you take it? No, that's why I'm not gonna get it the first round, dude. You're that's not, like no, getting no, no, a launch. No, 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 that's no, no, like no. getting a launch dude, day Xbox. Let, you don't let, do it. Let's you fucking let dial it back. <laughs> you're not getting it because you're not in the fucking demographic of no, people who are like I'm not the essential. Most at risk. I'm not fucking essential. You I'm sitting at home. You I'm a couch potato. It's a hypothetical. <laughs> it's a hypothetical. If it was placed in front of you and it was like, hey, you you should take this, would you take it? I would That's I would say round. which vaccine is this? Is it the Pfizer one? Is it the other one? Is it the one that says uh, 15 people, 15 percent of people uh, who take this if they have like uh, like uh, um, gosh, what was the one? It was the one in the UK, too. They said like 15 um, percent uh, of people who have um, asthma shouldn't take the vaccine or like uh, there's going to be a 15 percent of people who have asthma are going to have like some sort of effect Jeff, to the vaccine have you ever made an omelet gotta crack some eggs i get where you're you going. gotta yeah, do yeah. it <laughs> look we're gonna lose some people okay but we're gonna we're losing people at a rapid are rate are people gonna die from the it. vaccine though no they're not well, are they gonna get mind control maybe. injected maybe. into well the- look Look, all I'm saying is, is I don't like, think they could create the, that. This I, I have not heard anything about the mind control, but what I have say that I've I've seen more than I thought I would ever see of is people being like they're microchipping us, bro. And I'm like, do you have a cell phone? Okay, then shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like they're not microchipping well, you. You already they can track your ass wherever the fuck yeah. you go. I got an Alexa me, and tell, a Google. Tell in me my the house. last time you <laughs> left your house without your cell phone. And you were like, you know what? 
I don't even need that shit. No, you fucking turned nope. around and you picked uh-uh. up your phone. I, I, I like, can't not be with my phone. You like don't Ryan go Howard. anywhere without it. Like they don't need to microchip well, even you. The yeah. microchip thing came because Bill Gates was on like CNN or some shit. I don't know some news. Even he was talking about like some chip they could put under your skin to see whether you're a positive or negative or some shit. Is that why people hate and, Bill Gates? No, they hate Bill Gates because he looks like fucking Stephen Hawking. But, but like, remember, upright. everybody loved Bill you know Gates. What I mean? Like he's not hunched over. He just we all loved him. Up. We loved him, and now uh, like there there is a political polarity. One of the sides hates Bill Gates now. Well, my whole thing on that is is like if you hate Bill Gates, you must hate Don't fucking Jeff- use Windows, no, bitch. No, 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 you must hate Jeff Bezos also, <laughs> right? That's all I'm saying. But that is pretty fucking yeah, good. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I don't if you hate Bill Gates, why do you hate Jeff Bezos? Yeah, like yeah. you have to hate them both, right? Because you can't be like, well, Bill Gates is running everything. Well, and, and then and you look at Jeff Bezos and you're like, dude, if Bill Gates I like had people. Jeff what Bezos I- money, dude, or if Jeff Bezos had Bill Gates' money, he'd fucking kill himself. Like, dude, Bezos has got way more fucking money than he does, dude. He'd be like, fuck this shit. I'm not poor. Like, dude, he's been crushing it since this pandemic happened, dude. Like, his fucking platform is fucking gold. Well, on the vaccine, I was watching, um, like, because Biden got his, like, task force together, and it was Fauci, and it was all these other people, and they said that one of the, um, like, roadblocks for the vaccine in the United States is they said, I think they said either 30 or 40% of people are convinced that they will not ever take the vaccine because of whatever reason that they feel that they don't want to take the vaccine. And they said that part of the challenge, like one of the hardest challenges, reaching those people and trying to dialogue with them and make them understand that it's safe and and the reason why. But here's the thing is, do you think that there are people who are on the fence to the degree that if they did see all the facts and data and whatever convincing evidence they needed to change their mind or are people like so stubborn that no matter what they're just not going to take it the evidence that you're speaking of Uh does not exist because there is nothing you could say or show that some of those people not all of those people but Mm -hmm. a big majority of people that are but i I also think think there's there's a lot that are like you could be like dude literally we surveyed a thousand Republican doctors and a thousand Democratic doctors. Yeah, they all we all fucking made them take the test. There was no fuckery, and they all say this is the shit. Like they'd still be like, "Yeah, that's two thousand people you've got lying for you." Oh, uh, okay. Like you know, what I mean, like it doesn't. That's crazy matter. that that's it like, doesn't matter. Like yeah. the 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 level of belief or disbelief in information of any level is like it just depends on if you want to believe it or you don't. If if you like this thing, like, support it. If you don't like it. Pull out your fucking like if hat you're, of if you're five on excuses side, of if, why you don't like if it. If you're on one side of the polarity or the other, you're not going to agree with the evidence that either side brings mm-hmm. to the table because it doesn't match up with what you're saying. So, like, you're not going to get a super progressive woke person to see something from a right wing media source and they're going to be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I watched it. It was informative. It made sense. I saw all the points. I totally get it. I'm on board. And you're never going to get somebody who's like, past Fox News into Newsmax and OAN see anything that has any liberal media to it and they're going to go, well, I watched it. There was facts. There was figures. It made mm-hmm. sense. I totally agree with it because it's from the opposite side and we are like the Hatfields and the McCoys at this point. It's it's not just like, oh, you know, it used to be just like, oh, I bet you're a liberal or haha. Uh-huh. well, you must be a Republican. Like mm-hmm. it was kind of like a jovial matter, but now it's like, you know, oh, you're that, you're that, fuck you, fuck you. 
and there's no like crosstalk that's happening. It's just echo chambers well, on both sides. Well, or or if there the, is crosstalk, it's fuck you, no fuck you. No, oh, you're yeah. a piece of the shit. Guy's you're screaming it from the other island. Like, it's not like hey, like, can we maybe meet in the middle? Maybe it's not this crazy. Maybe it's not this crazy. Let's come to the center, and it's this crazy. Like, it's, mm. like, my way or the highway on both sides. It's not one side or the other. I don't feel. I mean, I've talked to people from both sides. There's people that I have that are far, way left, way, way left than I am. Yeah. And I've been like, hey, like, does, do you I see how... I got friends like that, too, don't, and don't, I, don't, sometimes don't, I go, oh, don't. I don't want to go that far. And I'm just like, don't you see how ridiculous that is? And they're just yeah, like, fuck like, you, no. you piece of shit. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay. that sucks. You, it it reminds... You know what? If, if, if someone who leans so far left is so like militant about it that they remind me of a person that i have like seen spouting off something from the right and i go oh you're just like that person i see them as the same type of person and not to say they're a bad person i'm just saying like you didn't like the delivery of that guy especially you didn't like the information they had but you're delivering it the same way as them so you your tools that you're using i like i i'm conscious of that and like I always try to like you know in myself you know not come off that way, but I'm sure I do because people they go oh they go you voted for Biden <laughs> you leftist libtard snowflake blah blah you you know like like you fit every you check every box it's like no it doesn't work I'm that gonna way. go total fucking nerd <laughs> on this and I'm just gonna be like dude from Star Wars I'm like only the Sith deal in absolutes nerd like that's it I don't know man like, what do you think I- Dale. I, I mean, so for one, I won't take the vaccine. No, I'm not an anti-vaxxer per se, but there's definitely been a, there's definitely been since, I don't know, the late 80s, probably early 90s. There's definitely a lot of evidence to suggest that they're just trying to vaccinate everything and everything to the extent that it becomes more dangerous than it needs to be. So, for example, we know someone who who just had a child and she went in to get like the six month shot and they were trying to give her this kid, the six month old kid, a vaccine with like five different vaccinations in it. It's like there's no way that can be healthy. There's absolutely no way your body can process. Why not fight those five things as a child? Why not? Because, okay, well, one thing that we know is children have weak immune systems. Do they? So what, what does a vaccine do? strengthens their immune system makes them immune to but certain how diseases. does it do it though it gives them a very small dose of it sometimes they feel side effects sometimes they don't but then they never catch the disease so then you amplify it by five and then what does it do it runs them down so there, so for example no they they've they've manufactured it in a way where it doesn't do that anymore and sometimes it does but that's just a very small percentage okay so if my for example this person specifically went in and gave her kid this shot and then literally three days later her child was sick with a cold or whatever it was did uh-huh. she did the and, child get better like pretty quickly uh it was like a week or something yeah but to the point where she had to take time off work it's probably better than getting typhoid or freaking measles than you know okay so i, I would agree with you that there is you know you can talk measles you can talk uh, polio mm-hmm. um so like the core things that were manufactured in probably what the 40s 50s um things that we know and have a proven track record to vaccinate against okay that's fine i'm on board with that i'll do the mumps and measles with my kids whatever when they get a little bit older not when they're infants but when they get a little bit older Mm -hmm. now why do we have to vaccinate for all these things that but yet 
so okay so for example the, um i saw a list once of all the things that they vaccinate for these children i, I i'm sure yeah. you guys can pull it yeah up. i got a shot list for um, my kid yeah There's yeah a lot. it's insane dude like that list isn't that's pretty comprehensive that's an insane amount of they, things they do it over Afro- so many years like i have to take my kid back in i think a couple years maybe or a year or so to right. get more. So, but half of those things we've we never encounter in 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 the first world because of the vaccine right? Mm, I don't think that's necessarily true. Well, so, if, for if example, why do we not vaccinate for tuberculosis in the United States? We we don't, or we do. We do not. When I I, I cannot give blood. Oh wait, is it no? Sorry, foot and mouth. My apologies, foot mm-hmm. and mouth. So we don't vaccinate against cannot, foot and mouth. I cannot give blood in the United States because I was vaccinated in the UK for foot and mouth. Really? I cannot give blood. I cannot give plasma. They will not take my blood or plasma in the United States. Do you think there's some sort of government conspiracy behind that? Or do you think there's some sort of medical, like, like equation? No, I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. But why that one specifically, I don't know. But my point is, they're either all good or they're all bad. All right, so check this out. I Googled it. Why Why don't we vaccinate foot and mouth? It says, like the flu, the vaccine for foot and mouth disease is unpredictable. This is because there are multiple evolving strains that make finding a vaccine difficult. In addition, the cost of the vaccine coupled with production losses from a failed vaccine can outweigh the potential gains. Well, you okay, did, so then why do so, we vaccine so, for the flu every year and push it so hard? So the fact of the matter is, is exactly what Jeff said at the very end of that. When uh, the money that yeah, is spent costs, costs, more. costs more than the money right. that I can milk from you that's when we don't vaccinate. So if you yeah, can exactly. make a vaccine where you will make money, then you can make that vaccine and everybody should be vaccinated for it. But if you have something in though? which it costs more money than mm-hmm. it does to fix the problem, well, I as a company can't fucking rake in the big billions of dollars, so fuck it, we're not going to do it. Who do you think like, going to pay for all they, these vaccines now? Like, there's a difference between... look. Like I my my biggest problem that I have with healthcare and all that stuff is that it became a business instead of about fucking helping people. Like that's the whole fucking thing. When it became a business and hey, I can't just help people cuz that's the job that I wanted to do and I can live well. I can live well. But I need to live 3 yacht deep well. Hmm. So we're going to fuck all these people and we're going to fuck the healthcare system and make this into a pyramid scheme about how much fucking money my CEO can bankroll as opposed to actually doing something that benefits people. Guess what? Then right, fucking, why would you they, they, produce they, that drug and give people the option that wanted to purchase it? You should. Why do you, you should. Why you, do you, you, you should. But I also look at it as this. Uh I don't really know how I feel about vaccines. I'm not like for or against. I'm not a black or white situation. I'm like, depending on right. the situation, maybe maybe yes, maybe no. At this point, I just look at it as the same thing with like anti-vaxxers, right? There are people who are like, I don't believe in vaccinations and I'm not going to vaccinate my kids. And I'm like, you know what? That's your child. And I don't feel like I should hold your kid down and give them something and inject them with something that you don't feel comfortable with. Yeah. I don't feel that that is acceptable. You, are put, you, you I do don't accept feel the that fact that acceptable. you put your child at risk when you do that, though. But what I do... And that might be horrible for you to go through. Is I look at it and go, guess what? Because you don't believe in it, well, science doesn't have to. It's unlike religion. Not everybody has to buy in. Yeah. Science is science. Belief doesn't matter when it it comes to that. It doesn't matter when it comes to that. You can not believe in gravity, but gravity Mm. still exists. You can not believe in in COVID-19, but it still exists. Well, here, let me say on that note, with the vaccine, we have a lot of professionals 
smart people, smarter than all of us here probably, saying this is what needs to be done. And But then you have someone who watched a YouTube video say, no, uh, it's it's infringing on my rights. And it's like, yeah, but you have all these, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust the scientists in that, like, if it wasn't a global pandemic, then maybe I'd entertain the, the conspiracy theory within. But this is seems kind of serious, and we have, like, literally probably the smartest people in the world working on it, and they're the ones saying that this is like the not the cure but the vaccine this is the steps that we here's the things you need to do you need to wash your hands wear a mask social distance don't do large gatherings wash you know fucking and and like if you don't do those things you're creating a higher risk when you create a higher risk the disease spreads more when you do what you're supposed to it slows the spread it doesn't cure the disease it doesn't stop the spread it slows the spread to eventually to the point where they can control it and potentially eradicate it and then we don't have to live like this anymore that's how i feel like is the process that needs to happen like, right but I, the but then you have okay so how do you expect me to take someone like gavin newsom or the mayor of who was it? I think it was the mayor of some Southern LA, uh, Southern California um, city mm-hmm. that preach. And, oh no, maybe it was San Francisco. And they they're, preach. They're not a, a scientist. They're a fucking politician. Right. But these are the people who are sitting, telling people to stay home. These are the people creating executive orders and telling people to stay home while they themselves mm-hmm. are going and sitting at big dinners and big gatherings. Well, they can and fucking they die of corona. Fuck them. Hey, and you know what? I am with you 100%. I, I am more of a do as you do, not do as I say. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, and that's where my disconnect has come through the whole thing. I think that on the left, like those guys, because I've heard a ton about it, mm-hmm. and, I've, and, I've, and I've researched on it, and I'm like, and those people are pieces of shit. You don't get to tell your constituents that they can't do something, like you can't spend time with your family. Yeah. And then you fucking do it. And you do it, you know, to a, right. a balloon scale. And I just feel that way from the right to the left. People don't like to be like, told what they here. can and well, can't do. Guess what? So I, don't, I, I don't like a lot of things, but some things are fucking like the, how I look at it with the with the vaccines, right? I'm kind of with you, Dale, in the sense where I'm like, I feel like we need to let our immune systems do their job. You can't just inject vaccines for every single thing. You can't baby-proof the world, Mm -hmm. essentially. So I would say, I would go as far as saying that all of these people are Darwinists until it comes to the survival of the fittest, dude. Like, what happened to that, right? Like, that's my biggest problem. Like, these people say, oh, yeah, we believe in Darwinism, evolution, survival of the fittest. And then as soon as something happens where they're like, oh, like this this thing that I so-called believe in, doesn't work for me anymore. I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to shut down my entire state, my entire country, create a crippling economy. People are suicidal en masse. They're depressed en masse. They're losing everything. And we are absolutely destroying, in my opinion, we are absolutely destroying more lives by telling people what they can and cannot do at this point than we are helping. The first three months the curve we the, remember what they told us in the beginning we have to flatten the curve right so we flattened the curve the curve went down mm-hmm. it peeled out it flattened 
And then what happened, dude? The second they wave. Still kept us on, but they still kept us on lockdown. They still kept us restricted. Like right now in the state of Washington, you cannot go to a restaurant and eat, even outside. You cannot go eat. I don't. Can you go so to a they, restaurant here? You can't I work in a restaurant. Yeah, yes, you, you do. Can. <laughs> inside yeah. yes yeah like I, nothing, I don't huh? i don't serve yeah. ro- i don't serve food on the roof but that's right and 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 dale i, I don't i want to cut you off but i definitely from what you're saying like i'm with you on that for sure mm-hmm. like the darwinism like that makes total sense and i've never heard uh anybody explain it that way so i'm with you okay can you come with me on this side when I hear people who are like, I'm pro-life, I'm pro-life, I'm pro-life, stop these abortions, stop these abortions, this is all bullshit, this is the way God's plan, this is God's plan, this is this and this and this is that, life is sacred, life is sacred, then why can't those same people who keep telling me that life is so goddamn sacred that they can't be bewildered and wear a mask when they go out everywhere like that to me is just the same level of hypocrisy you tell me that life is sacred and it matters and we have to be pro-life and we can't have this pro-choice business and we can't have this because it goes against god's plan and christian's values but yet when it comes to giving money to the people who can't afford to take care of their children you don't want to give money to those people when it comes to wearing a mask that's too much of an inconvenience to your freedoms and your rights even though your choice is now infringing upon the rest of us as a population like so there's a yeah there's a i get what you're saying so there's a couple of things to unpack there so the first thing i'll unpack is you said that a lot of conservative christians specifically are the ones that won't wear masks there are those radical groups out there dude and it's and it's pitiful it is absolutely pitiful because I'm a conservative, dude. There's no, no, I used to be very liberal. I used to be probably more liberal than MySpace is now. And now I'm on the other side. I'm like it completely conservative. So I'm on the complete other side now. So, but, and the reason for that is because I kind of, I, I, there was a, well, there was a few things. I mean, that's a lot to get into, but let's just say this. Do you guys remember the story about the guy in California who was out there protesting against the coronavirus and claimed it didn't exist and all these things? And then he got the coronavirus mm-hmm. and he almost died. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a few was, stories like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he was and he was, this, you know, claimed to be this conservative Christian. Now, um, what I will say to that is every single conservative Christian person that I know personally, that I know personally, adheres to the law and they adhere to wearing the mask. And if you are one of those people who says that you won't do it because you don't believe in it or that you, first and foremost, you're breaking the law. Secondly, you are putting other people at risk and you're a piece of shit. Now, what I will say is I, when I go to the store, I put my mask on when, so I have it on me and I have it down when I'm outside. And then when I go inside, I put it on and I don't hesitate for 30 seconds to take it off when I get back outside. That's not totally fine. Yeah, you're, they're not comfortable. I, I hate them. I I want this thing to be over more than anything. And I think that we are, again, we're going back to crippling the economy because of these things. But at the same time, you have to respect that someone down the chain of command, whether or not I voted for them and I believe in that person's policies or not, that person was voted in by a representative democracy, and we need to abide by that law, regardless of what your faith says. That That law needs to be adhered to because the democracy that you live in has created and enforced that law and they should be enforced now 
you get into more things when you talk, start talking about whether these things violate the constitution and you can tell people what they can and cannot wear. And that's nor here nor there. I think every single person that I know that is a conservative, that is a Christian, that um, has that has that even thinks that the mask mandate is stupid. I have a lot of friends that think it's stupid, but they still wear the mask because yeah. they respect the law and they respect other people. It's not about them. So it is, I would say that it's, it's probably anecdotal with the mask thing, but it's probably, it, it, it is anecdotal. And those people are the, also the same people who will pick it outside of a Planned Parenthood. And instead of trying to educate someone on why that pregnancy is not just a fetus, which is a word that has been basically adopted by the medical community to downplay that fetus just means baby in Latin. That's all it means. It's literally word for word translation. It means baby. It is a Latin word for baby. And so what they do is they use that word to basically, in my opinion, brainwash people into believing that that's not a baby. Like it's a clump of cells and all these other terms that they use. And these people that are not wearing the mask are the same people who will pick it and say, you're going to hell, you're going to hell, blah, blah, blah. Instead of sitting it's and saying, a medical hey, like, term, maybe there's though. something we can do to help you. It's a medical maybe, term, like cadaver is a dead body. You know, it doesn't, right. it doesn't mean that it's like any less impactful. It's just a medical term for... I well, bet you any money if you ask half the, the women in this world what fetus actually means, and if they know the root meaning of that word, they would not know it means baby. I think if you asked people, if you had to guess where the origin of fetus was... I think you'd get a lot of random guesses of Latin for baby. You might not get any guesses for that, <laughs> but like, yeah. no matter what you no. call it, <laughs> I, I think it's Maybe just going to come down to the simple fact of this: like, if you're if if you ha if you're a person of faith, I don't begrudge you for being that, right? Like that's right. that that's what you believe. Hey, you two motherfuckers need Jesus. Well, dude, we've been told yeah. that a million times, Jeff. Everybody yeah. knows that, but like, um. It's it's all on just kind of where you're at on that. You know what I mean? Like I'm non-religious, but kind of you know, how, you know how you said you were le more left than than uh, MySpace. You know what Leo said when he found God? Oh my God! Anyways, I knew you were going to play that. I was just <laughs> I, waiting. I had to get that one for in. when it was coming. Go out. on. What were you? But anyways, say? no. Just what I'm saying is, is like uh, now I think I lost my train of thought. I'm oh, sorry. Damn dude. it, Jeff. You were you you said MySpace. Yeah. Well, okay. So like <laughs> that's my name. That's, left so yeah, Jeff, right, right, right. And so I, when I was a teenager, I was Alex P. Keaton. I was super conservative. Mm. Like if I saw two dudes kissing, it fucking made me just like ah, gross. Wait, if you like, saw two gay people kissing, yeah. Oh man, like, yeah. That's how that, that that's was how, how we were brought up. That, that's how I was like, ugh, you know. And like, yeah. I mean, I was just in know, our generation. In a lot it was, of my values that's how it was, it was were like, there, and I also was very religious. I went ew. to fucking. I I grew up Catholic. I went to you know. Uh, I did get AIDS from Catholic school, but you know that's another. <laughs> the monkey bars were a crazy fucking wartime. You don't mm. even know. You don't even know Jeff. You were too young. I don't. Fucking. You know what hippie, people get now when California they. Guy. You know what people get now when they go to church. <laughs> That is something yeah, that that's is what real, they get when they as, go to Cordy, as Cardi B would say. But um, <laughs> it's just one of those but things. But they don't get that at Black Lives Matter rallies, right? They do. Yeah, it goes do. everywhere. All of them. It goes everywhere. Yeah. I, 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 I fucking I, barely leave the house. I, I just try to, like, I guess I've become just more centrist in the fact that, like, there's certain things that I'm like, you know what? I'm a little bit more liberal on. There's certain things where I'm looking at, like, you know what? I, I don't have that, like, affinity where if I see an R in front of somebody's name, I'm like, well, I can discredit that. 
or I see a D in front of their name. I think that's and I'm ingrained like, mm, in our society. No, you, you're well, an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. I think about. a lot of people I know do that, have that. I know that, that basically the right, and the, the right and the left are the wings of the same bird. And it's all a big right. fat and fucking scam. The, the big, the big problem I think with that is, is the, and so now we're getting more into, so we're getting more away from the issues of morality and into voting. So I, I think that when you see an R or a D next to someone's name, you can kind of slap any label associated with what you think those things are. But yeah. the reality of the situation is that people don't vote on substance anymore. They vote basically on the R and the D, and that is a problem. That is a huge problem for our country. And that's something that needs to change because, for example, when I voted in this last ballot and I was looking through um, and I was looking through can- candidates and, and so on for state races and so on, there was multiple Democrats, there was multiple Republicans. There were some re- people running on the Republican ticket that, to me, were not – in some regards, yes, they were they were Republicans, but in others, they were not. So maybe they were, maybe they were fiscally conservative but socially liberal. And I think we have a lot of socially liberal issues today that are really hindering our society that are dangerous. Like telling your kids that they can be be a boy or a girl from the age of fucking two years old and up. Mm -hmm. That's a problem for me. And I I cannot vote for someone who would openly state that I believe in, um, what is it, children's trans rights or some nonsense. It's like, Mm -hmm. dude, my kid doesn't even know whether they want, and I don't have kids, but if I did... I've been around enough kids to know that they don't know what they want for breakfast, right? Dude, so, why, why does it bother you, though, if someone else's kid is trans? It doesn't bother me if the kid is trans. It's that there are people out there who are pushing these ideas on their kids. So, for example... But what if they're lot, not pushing it on their kid and that just the kid that? identifies like that? So let them make that the decision when they're an adult. Yeah, I, because, yeah I, I'm down with that. But the thing is, is like... Um, like people are actively like against it other people. Bother me that. Hey, and you know what? And like, and, and again, I I feel like like you're very reasonable in talking with you. I just met you, uh, you know, over the internet. But you know what I mean? Like, I can come with you on a lot of that. You know, I've talked about it what last week or the week before, where I even said like, if you, you know, are now a forty year old person, right? And you've identified like you've I've known you as a guy, but you've like I've identified as a woman this whole time. Like, you've had 40 years or whatever number of years to come to grips with that. So, it's fine. I don't care one way or another, but I might not catch up as fast as you. Oh, with the pronouns? Because I haven't had 40 (laughs) years to become comfortable with that. And so, I see the beard, and I'm like, yeah, that like I assimilate facial hair with dude. I've been eating Cheerios every day for 40 years. So, yeah, it it may take me some time (laughs) to get there and kind of, you know, deal with it. But and, 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 you know, and I get where you can look at somebody's politics and be like, oh, well, they believe, you know, in that. So I can't vote for him just as like if I read somebody is a firm believer in QAnon, I can't vote for that either. I don't care if you're what you want to call yourself. But I feel like if, what, you're, but, if you but when subscribe you start, to QAnon, you're out of touch with reality. When you though, start, a little bit. when you start, I don't even subs- know what QAnon is. So oh. you guys are ahead of me on that. Yeah. Well, all I will say is because I don't want to ruin your day. Consider yourself lucky that you don't know what the it's hell a, that is. It's a fringe conspiracy <laughs> because group. Holy fucking shit. Like oh, no, no. literally like the like the Lizard level... people drinking blood from adrenal glands of children. Like all Hillary liberals Clinton. are part of a sect a sex cult who fucking mm. are running a child prostitution ring who worship Satan and drink blood from children. And all kinds of vampires, other vampires, I think, is. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. subscribe to any of that. No, I'm not yeah. like I'm. I'm a, when I hear a conspiracy theory, most of the times I laugh. Um, 
Because there's know, some good ones out there, though. How, do you know any good ones? There are some good ones. Do you know any good yeah, ones? I, uh, man, there's too many. It's like, where, where do you start? Yeah, I mean, um, well, there's a big conspiracy going on right now about uh, Trump had the election stolen from him, and how he's he's fighting in all these states and filing all these court cases that are getting thrown out. The Supreme Court just denied one too. Alito wrote a one sentence response: "We decline this" or something like that. Well, see, okay, so I would, I would, I would be willing to hedge my bet that there was definitely election fraud. Yeah, oh I've yeah. Seen enough video evidence to see there was one uh, the Hodge twins uh, had a video yesterday that showed some lady in Georgia who literally you could see her pull run the ballots through the system. She pulled the same set of ballots off the machine, plugged them right back in the machine. She did this three times. See, the the thing with out of context videos like that is you're not sure exactly what was going on. And was this video from five years ago or is this from like, you know, it's from it's from this election. And the other problem with that also, and, you know, there's a good like I said, the Hodge twins have a very good video on this, Um, but they um, they go in. It's deeper than that also, because that lady's supervisor was her daughter. So. And this is in Georgia. So this is in a, a key swing state with, what, only 84,000 vote swing R- margin? R- real quickly, I'll, and I'll let you continue. But you, so do you believe that this was a conspiracy all to screw over the almighty, the no. heaven savior Donald no, Trump? I, I and mean, this was, this was I all a coup organized. because I, like how I look at it is, so if you're telling me all of these votes are fraudulent, then aren't also the votes... That may, you know what I mean? Like I said, I voted not all Democrat. I voted some Democrat, some Republican. So if you're telling me, well, well, everything that Joe Biden said, those are all fake. Like, doesn't that affect no. every other thing? Or is it only because we, we, we have to prove that it affected Donald Trump and he was screwed because he's the most, per, you know, crucified no. person other than Jesus Christ, according to him? So I, like, I think that no like, matter who won this election, there would be claims of election fraud. I think so. There, there is. Let's say, let's just say, for sake of argument, definitely some electric ele- election fraud happened. But do mm. you think there's enough election fraud to have swayed the decision? Well, that's wherein lies the problem, right? Because, so the big problem that I'm I'm forcing that, not forcing, but that I have seen, and the argument that I have heard is that if you, okay, so. Georgia, 84,000 votes isn't a lot of votes. The problem is, in order to validate those votes, right, because they have to be validated by a third party and it has to be certified. Okay. So in order for you to certify those votes, you have to be able to tell who the voter was and whether or not that was their vote. Yep. So what happens is when they when they mailed in these ballots in a lot of states, you sign the envelope, right? I don't know if you guys did mail-in ballots. Yep. I did. I, yep, I signed it. the outside. Right. So you sign, but you sign the envelope, you don't sign the ballot itself, right? Mm-hmm. Now, here's the problem. When they take the envelope and the ballot and they separate them, mm-hmm. there's absolutely no way you can ever match those two things back together. Okay. It's impossible. So let's say you had 84,000 votes, right? That were... So, so you, okay, are you saying they swapped say the ballots? 84,000 ballots, right? Uh-huh. That could be from anyone. You could discard that all are for Biden. You could discard eighty-four thousand Trump ballots because you could never match the ballot back to the original envelope. So there's absolutely no way to tell who voted for who. 
Well, couldn't so, we could, couldn't we have gotten eighty four thousand votes for Biden taken off too? Like, couldn't it have happened the other way? It could have, yeah. And and I again, I, I think that no matter who, no matter who won this election, whether by Biden whether did. fairly or not, it was going. There was the other person was going to cry wolf. I think that's the reality situation. Now, with that being said, there has been a lot of evidence. There's been a lot of shady shit that did happen in this election that has not happened before. Like, Telling okay, people, like, can I ask you then, like, because I, I, I don't just watch American news. To be honest with you, I'm kind of sick of American news because it's either like one side or the other. I like right. to watch, you know, news and how the other, the rest of the world is covering things because they don't have as much at stake as my ratings for Fox News or my ratings for CNN. Right. And plus I also have all of the courts that have looked at this evidence. Yet every case, damn near, has just been laughed out of court and been like, this doesn't even make sense. What the fuck are you talking about? If there's so much evidence, like, how is it not literally just presented to you, to me, everyone, and just be like, guess what? This is why the courts won't do something because we have all this evidence and even they're fucking us. Like, at what point does the buck just go, guess what? It sucks. My guy didn't win. Just like when when I hated Hillary and I didn't vote for her, okay? But when she lost, she kind of bitched a little bit. She, she was like, oh, is. well, she still <laughs> conceded that fucking night and said, guess what? Right, she did, he's, yeah. he's done. I'm like, at what point can I expect somebody who says that he cares about the American people? And, I, dude, anybody, if Joe Biden had lost and he was still pussyfooting five weeks after the election, after 40, 50, 60 times in every state he tries to go and fuck with it. Georgia's been recounted three times, and it still comes up. You lose. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. You're done. You mm. lost. Like, at right. what point? Like, Wonka like you, we've let you. Like, I've never been like, hey, he, should, he has no right to, to debate this. No, guess what? You had your chance, and you've put it before court after court after court after court. You even took it to the Supreme Court, and they laughed in your face and told you you have no evidence. Have a nice day. Giuliani melted on have a street a nice corner. Day. Have a nice day. Like, at what point does it not, does it become undemocratic, like you said, with people who need to follow the rules, to just go, guess what? It sucks. Well, when Hillary lost, I heard, fuck your feelings, stop bitching, he's your president. Like, at what point do those same rules apply, or is it just like, well, as long as I get what I want, fuck you. Like, I don't care. It's not the same when I'm in charge. You lost. That's it. It sucks. I and mean, you know what I mean? Like, if I voted for somebody and they lost, like, that's a bummer. I want my so, vote to, to, to equal a win. But at what point do I finally get to go, okay, the Supreme Court laughed at you. Every state has laughed at you. Your governors who you've tried to pressure have laughed at you and said, no, I'm not going to break the law to give you an election you did not win. Like, at what point do you just kind of raise your hand and go, guess what? I'll see you in 2024. I have 75 million voters. Everybody loves me. I will kick your ass in four years. Like, at what point do we just get to that point where you go, okay, guess what? I've tried. January 20th. Is that it? Or is he, is it still going to be not that? Right. Know. So, like, I just want to know at what the point. First, the first question I would ask is if Hillary Clinton could prove, could prove that there had been an election for, do you not think she would have filed lawsuits like Al Gore did against Bush in Florida? She totally would. I think. I think. But Trump, you know what? Trump set up this playfield where, like, he instantly went on the attack and made people hate Hillary. So if she would have done that, 
I don't want to think it would have been as effective because of the playing field Trump set for her. He fucked the Clintons over that family. Half the country fucking hates them, wants to kill them now. Yeah, they do. So, so Trump and Trump, like maybe they deserve it, maybe they didn't, but Trump really put a magnifying glass on that, and they fucking hate them. They probably can't what? walk the fucking streets now. Those people suck. Also, well, I do, like I do not defend the yeah, Clintons whatsoever. Cool. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't, no. I don't Fuck defend the Clintons. I don't care. Like, I don't defend them whatsoever. I'm just saying, like, so, at, at some point, like, guess what? You have tried to. And I and I put this in air quotes. Present your evidence. Yet there has been none, none that you can show to a court of okay. law in which so a judge are- will look and go, "Yep, that's credible." We're going to move on. They look at it and they go, "Well, where's the evidence?" And even his lawyers are like, "Well, we don't really have any. We just kind of thought you guys would do us a sweet fucking favor and just change shit because we don't like it." Like they have not presented any evidence that would create a change in the vote. You can say, "Hey, well, guess what? These hundred votes should be." Cast aside. Okay, great. You still lost by 83,900 votes. You still lost. Uh, At what point do we finally get somebody who will stand up and just go, okay, look, uh, apparently I didn't read the room. All right, so you've been asking this question for 15 minutes. What do you think, man? What do you think, Dale? (laughs) (laughs) So so you guys obviously are not familiar with the fact that the Supreme Court has demanded that Pennsylvania, Georgia, um, Michigan and Wisconsin all have to respond to the lawsuit that was filed by the state of Texas by 3 p.m. tomorrow? For what? Yeah, you know what my response would be? Look at that guy's track record who's the AG from Texas, and I would laugh in your face. That guy is more corrupt than a fucking toothless breakfoot of a mafia fucking ring. And that might be true. Literally. No, but it does, because you can't stand up here and just go, your state didn't vote how I wanted it to vote, so fuck you. You've gone through those channels. President Trump has bombarded every state with countless fucking lawsuits and they've all been laughed out of court tell me how many times he's won where they've gone there's only so much voter fraud his own people that he fucking put in power well, hold on. let's hear out. let's let's hear yeah so so there yeah i mean if so if he's when it, if and when he's done with his lawsuits if they kick it out then biden's the president it is what it is i mean there's nothing like you said there's no there's no throwing the pacifier out of the fucking carriage right like you're you're done at that point there's what is there else to cry about I'm not going to be that person three years from now, like these people on the streets rioting and crying about Donald Trump being president or fucking um, who's that guy on CNN, dude, and Cuomo and the other guy on CNN, Don Don Lemon, Lemon, just crying every day for the last four years about about um, like Trump being president. It's like, no, dude, like if the if the democratic process works as it should. And let's say that the, there's not sufficient evidence found by the Supreme Court in this case that was filed by the AG of Texas, regardless of what his track record is. He filed the, the, the case. The Supreme Court have looked at it. The Supreme Court have demanded responses from the four states in question, along with Texas. And 17 other states have backed Texas in the lawsuit. So it, it, it's, it What's doesn't matter what that guy's track record is. The lawsuit says that they changed rules in 2018 and 2019. Not right now, not last second, like, hey, bro, boom, new rules. I don't but know what that means, But he had two though. rules that allowed for mail-in ballots, uh-huh. and they were like, well, it's because of the pandemic. This was obviously fraud. Well, why didn't you bring this lawsuit up in 2018? Oh, wait, you didn't. When it happened in 2019... Why didn't you bring it up then? Oh no, you is, didn't. Is this just is just like, like a thinly veiled photo suppression tactic? 
to to get rid of votes to sway the election. I know all of those votes I are supposed to be eliminated. It's deeper than that, in my opinion. It's it, deeper than that it's because. Deeper than that. Yeah, I th- I think so, and I don't. And again, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not sitting here saying I know that Biden stole the election. I'm saying that there is evidence. There has been and is evidence that shady shit was going on. To what extent? Who knows? No, I mean I don't know. You know, I know that they have to mm-hmm. what was it, two hundred and something pages of affidavits from all of those different states by people who were in the room when things were happening. That gave a sworn testimony. People swear on people put their hand on a Bible and swear all the time in court and tell lies. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's all truth. I'm not saying it's all factual. What I'm saying is there is enough reasonable doubt to hit for him. You to think Trump isn't there, right? He's not in the room. He has these teams and stuff, and they are briefing him and saying these are the things that you want to do. And Trump, mm. listen, I, he's he puts a bad taste in my mouth with his Twitter antics. Like I'm not a fan of that, but on policy, I am a fan. The shit he says on Twitter, I'm not so much a fan of because there is a point where you have to act presidential as a president. And I think that he hasn't done a very good job of that, which might have cost him the election. It might be fraud. It might be that he's a douchebag. Who knows, dude? But at the end of the day, if he goes to the Supreme Court and they knock it down and they say, no, we don't find it. We haven't found enough evidence to suggest Mm -hmm. that these one to two percent margins are enough that there's enough to swing it back the other way. Even if there was fraud, we don't think there's enough fraud to be blah, blah, blah. Then it is what it is. And people have to accept it. Even if they're not willing to accept it, like CNN, like CNBC, and all the leftist media channels mm-hmm. over the last four years, then that's on them, dude. Like, or like how the right one can't accept that Trump right. hasn't won the election. Kind of the same Yeah, exactly. Argument. Yeah, And, oh, and I listen, would agree with that 100%. Like there Tucker should never Carlson. be there should never be anybody who's whining and crying four years later. Yeah, it, exactly. It's dude. what happened, it bro. It's what happened. And listen, yeah, here's the thing, dude. People cried. Conservatives cried when Barack Obama was voted president. And, oh, it's the end of the world, blah, blah. Bro, there's a system. There's a reason why our founding fathers created the system that we have. We mm-hmm. have three judicial branches for a reason. Because what they never wanted to happen is to have an authoritarian dictatorship. So what did they do? They created checks and balances. So if the Republicans control the House and the Democrats control the Senate, and then you have a Democratic president, yeah, they might be able to push in some things, but a lot of the times it doesn't work that way. That's how, that's honestly why we don't maybe progress in some areas as fast as we should. And why law in the United States is such a shithole of a fucking um, thing to navigate because it's... So and I guess that's a bad thing that is is uh, has come of it. But at the same time, it's a good thing because it creates that checks check and balances, and it makes sure that no one party at any one time has. When was the last time they had all three, dude? Like it never happens. And that so for me, Joe Biden being president, I think the guy's a schmuck. I think if you look at him, he's a racist. He's an absolute piece of shit. And I think that him being president is a terrible thing. But do I think that it will end the United States as we know it? No, I don't think it will. Now, what I will say is if Donald Trump goes to the Supreme Court and he wins, there's go- shit's going to hit the fan. Like these last 
six months of riding is going to be nothing compared to what's coming. I, 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 I feel that. like I feel like it's going to be just the same the other way when people finally have to wake up and realize that he's not going to be sleeping in his White House PJs anymore. I feel like it's going to go just the other way. There's like something like between uh, supporters and look. I don't like like I said. I don't like Biden either. I don't think he's. I like I, Biden. I think I, he's. A good I, I, dude. I don't think he's gonna save the fucking world. I, th- I think that. I think people person. say the same think, shit about think, Biden that they I said think, about Trump. I think it's literally always been the lesser of two evils since the beginning of fucking time. You, you it's know, always here, been that. Here's way. how I because, compare the two: because uh, your uh, evil and my evil are two different things. Go ahead, Jeff. I just compa- saying. This like, is what I say. I say okay. Um, Trump is the type of guy when there is a uh, a racial issue in the country. Trump is the kind of guy, and this I'm using Biden's words, that he will throw gasoline on the flames and make it worse. Biden is the kind of guy when there is like racial injustices going on in the country that will try to make things better by acting presidential, Ow. by listening, Ow. by talking, by a uh, by by doing whatever needs to be done, uh, 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 you know, um he created the task force for the coronavirus. If he needs to create a task force for any sort of like he's not the kind of guy that's going to get up on a podium and and stoke the flames. I just think but it goes Trump with, was that guy consistently. Yes, I think I think and that's goes, what sorry. people that's I, what people saw. I don't want to interrupt you Jeff, but I will. Is uh, <laughs> no, I'm just going back to kind of something you had said, Dale, when you were talking about like tr- Trump's tweets and that kind of thing. I think that's what people are talking about, and you even use the word presidential. Like mm-hmm. I have not. That's liked, what the country I, needs. I, right I, d- now. I didn't like Barack Obama. I wasn't a huge fan of Bush. I liked like him. I have lots of like I, I don't like Bush, I don't like people right. from both sides. I think I said I think that they're all fucking corrupt to to, Listen, a, to a level. All but I want to say is go ahead. up with miniskirts, down with Bush. I think I said that backwards. I Go think on. you did, but anyway, <laughs> but like that's what that's what I just want to see back is just when I read something from the president, mm-hmm. it's going to be this is what happened or this is what's going on. Not like that other guy's a poo poo head. Fuck him. I don't. Oh like yeah, him. Twitter like, war erupted. Let me give you a nickname. <laughs> you're this. You're that. Like I just want somebody who will be presidential, and that's all I want. Right. Because like Democrat Republican, uh, I want to respect the office of the president, but when you're not presidential, it's hard for me to do that. Right. Like, but the question is, what are you willing to sacrifice to get that? Right. So for me, I. Okay. so you talk about what is Trump. He puts fuel to the fire, let's say, in terms of race. Okay. do you have you guys ever heard of the platinum bill? You know what the platinum bill is? No. Is that something that's come up in the past uh, four years? Yep. It's literally within the last year or so. Trump put together a task force and they created something called the platinum bill, Mm -hmm. which is was designed to input $500 billion into the minority communities in the United States to help them. I'm not, I'm not sure the fundamentals of the, uh, the bill, but to basically help them help themselves to like, Hey, like, Hey, start a business and then go out and do your business and so on and so forth. Is that an you effective know, way um, of helping in a, in a, uh, a, a community? Yeah, it's, it's literally the money funded to them so they can help the, the, the African-American community. And I don't think it was even limited just to the black community. I think it was also um, Hispanics. I think it was like, all minorities. The platinum I, uh, plan. 
yeah, it's called the Platinum Plan. So mm-hmm. Little Wayne went to the White House. Oh, was it Little Wayne? It was uh, no, it was not. It was uh, Ice Cube went to the White House to meet with that team. You know how much shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got a lot of oh. shit for that. He got for that. Yeah, yeah, it's so much shit from the left for going and meeting with Trump's team who are trying to do something good for that community. So, okay, his rhetoric is shit. I understand that he says things off the cuff sometimes, and it's it's not good. But if you look at him on policy, his mm-hmm. policies are good. He has done, in my opinion, he's done more for the black and minority communities over the last four years than Barack Obama did in eight years. I in mean, fact, it's hard I to think, quantify that, though. It, it's it is difficult, but there's well, here's my one cons- my one concern with I I think giving money to small businesses and people who want to open up a business and try to you know uh, advance. I think that that's awesome. If the money is handed out specifically for that. But unfortunately, right. what happens is the same thing with the PPE and the money that went out. That was supposed to go to help went smaller to businesses. It went to, to big help businesses. Them. But it went to the big box businesses. Yeah. That's who's going to get who this platinum plan. all the money. And I'm like, as long as you can show me that you're really doing that. It's one thing to just be like, yeah, we're going to give it to these people. And you're like, okay, cool. And then you come back five years later and you're like, oh, wait. A bunch of fucking rich corporate white guys all have that money. Oh, but they did instead of the you know the five hundred billion that they got, they kicked down ten billion. So we're really helping out. Like if you right. like if it really does go to the people it's supposed to, then I will applaud him and I will be like fuck yeah, that is that is a great thing that you have done. Here, but unfortunately, the, um, what happens with a lot of these these plans, and it's not just when Trump's in office, Jesus Christ, it's when Democrats are in office, it's when all these people are in offices, is they fund the money to the people who don't need it and the people who really do need it. We've been told since Reagan that trickle-down economics is going to work, but we haven't had a drop in a bit. There, um, I was looking it up, and there is criticisms of the uh, platinum plan, too. It says there's far fewer black-owned real estate opportunities to soak up these investments for other racial groups, and the promised influx of local jobs has failed to materialize. So there's, like, criticisms of that, too. So it's, well, it's always going to be that. But my, my overall point is if Trump was a racist, why would he be doing something actively to try and to spur the community? I don't think here, – here's my take on that. I don't think Trump is a racist. I think he's classist. But there's racism buried in classism. Mm, yeah, I mean, they're... You know what I mean? He's yeah. always talking about and the 1%, the elite, you know? Those are his people. So, like, to say that he's a people of this other minority group, it's like, I mean, you could say that, but it's 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 he's also saying the opposite. So which one do you want to believe? You want to believe the one that makes you feel happy. So it's great to have those two options too, because then you can switch back and forth. Cognitive dissidence. I learned that today. Having two, yeah, but remember, I <laughs> did the same thing. He's owned by the one percent. Oh, for I sure. Mean, like I aren't said, they all birds, birds of the or wings of the same bird. I Dude, think, put a guy out there Trump on a stick that sense. says happy things that makes me smile. That's all I want. Trump that makes me frown. So <laughs> right. But th- see, but that's a problem too. Like, why do you want only happy things that make your smile? Life sucks, dude. Yeah. Life isn't f- like life can be fun, sure, but life is hard, man. Uh-huh. Life isn't an easy thing. We're not like we weren't just born and it was like, oh, life's great and it's gonna be dandy, dude. Like, see, life I sucks. feel I see Trump is that guy that's saying everything's great, guys, and be happy. He's beating the drum. Smile, everyone. Everything's We're fine. The corner, Jeffrey. We're all everything is fine. But in the background, shits on fire. That's how I see Trump. 
But it's like it's he's to the point where it's like I literally almost can believe the opposite of what he's saying. And then you try to dive deep into it. And then, of course, you get into a rabbit hole of bullshit, you know, and it just makes you either like him or hate him more. It's your fucking algorithm of Google results being fed to you. So. I don't want to fucking be that guy. What's up? But I'm going to be that guy. Do it. What the fuck is going on with Pornhub, man? Oh, we're going to switch it up. Dude. Yeah. Because this is the shit that concerns me. I'm like I, right. I'm a single so, guy and I gotta beat my meat. What the fuck's right, going Dale, on? So over I here? sent you this article too. You so did. this is this is, and I read the article. So here we go. So Pornhub limits its uploads and disables downloads after a New York Times expose. So I went in and I read the the Times report, um, and it said that um, uh, there's a big old ad that I have to click past. <laughs> but basically, what's happening is they're posting like underage content randomly. And so, like, they had to limit who could upload stuff. But it was it was a lot of, like, revenge porn, too, you know? What kind of revenge you got to have on an underage no, person, it's not, dog? It's like, not all underage, but that was part of it. That was part of the expose. Wholesome Pornhub, it says. Wait, wholesome? No. I don't want um, my Pornhub wholesome. Its site is infested with rape videos. It monetizes child rapes, revenge pornography, spy Wait, cam what? videos. Of wo- this is what they're saying. A search for girls under 18, no space. Yeah, this is. Do, this I, is do I have this to is, get platinum for that? Of. This is, dude. Do I have to be a premium member? No, like, what the fuck are you oh talking God, about ugh. over here? Nah, dude, come on. A 15 year old girl went missing in Florida, and her mother found her on Pornhub in 58 sex videos. What? Yeah, this is the seedy underbelly of internet porn, dude. I don't. I guess I don't search. I guess I don't search the right things or the wrong things in this case. No, but I'm just saying. Like I don't ever see any people put in like keywords to find shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm not a scumbag. The dark web shadowed in limelight. Like they're just like hiding it in plain sight. I thought Pornhub was like super fucking like commercial. Yeah, I it's, see it's, advertisements like an NFL game. You could, for you can up, dude. Remember when um there was a leaked trailer of like Avengers, uh, like Endgame or some bullshit. Someone bitch. in fucking yeah. like Comic Con filmed it on their phone, and YouTube kept deleting it, but it was up on Pornhub for like twenty four hours straight, and everyone could watch it on Pornhub. Yeah, and it was just the cam footage of the fucking trailer of the Avengers. I'm like, and I, it was like leaked footage. That's the fun <laughs> side of Pornhub. Apparently, there's also fucking yeah. some grotesque Messed underbelly oh shit yeah. but, so so that's what happened with with porn up so now so now it's like you have to be a verified user to be able to upload and you can't download which i didn't even know you could download porn if you're a premium baby you gotta Can be you? premium oh shit they kept telling me be premium yeah. not that i ever look at it no that's just in case you want to go camping dude like and you're gonna have no <laughs> cell service like you're just you know you gotta like, plan, hey, plan, hey look man no what schedule. it is is yeah when the internet goes down and i've got no spank bank i'm like i've got it downloaded on my trusty little uh, laptop there mm. that's my spank library these kids don't understand what it's like to go through the dark ages when i, I found pee. porn magazines at like six out there in the mean streets of Detroit, Michigan, finding fucking skin mags everywhere. We had to look for that shit. We didn't just pick up our phone and be like, titties, and saw that shit. It was much rougher out here for us. It was hard. These kids don't know how good they got it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. It's it's amazing to me that they wouldn't have, have had those restrictions right? in the first place. Right? Like that, like, like that, that's, I think, the story. Like, the story isn't that what you read it's it's specifically that why weren't there those restrictions in the first place 
Yeah. Right? Like, like why would you just uh, let anybody upload whatever the fuck they wanted? Like and this isn't fucking YouTube, yeah. man. Like this is this is some there's some weird shit out there, man. And I don't know, dude. Like that's that's the scariest part to me is why isn't there that restriction? Or why hasn't there been? I, I don't really have a good response to that because it doesn't make any sense why there wasn't those restrictions already set up in place. I mean, yeah, fucking kids know. I think most of us who are not psychopaths, I think we can all agree. I, you know, yeah. I th- we, we agreed earlier. I mean, I'm just saying, like... What this- are we agreeing on? I had to pee. Oh, well, we were just basically... <laughs> Dale was bringing up how, like, how... Like, the story wasn't that this shit was getting leaked. It was how come these regulations weren't already set up yeah. where you can just upload whatever the fuck you want willy-nilly. I think, um, so, like, YouTube's pretty on top of it. Like, they have, like, algorithms set up to listen for, like, uh, you know, um, copyright bullshit. But Never I have don't... this problem when I'm searching for amputee porn. Well, you that's what... what th- remember, get, there was No underage armless girls. No there... fucking, you know, footless boys. It's just right there, consenting footless adults. Boys. You know what I mean? It's just the real good, boys? wholesome I'm, shit. I'm hung up on the footless boys thing. Are you? That's the part that got me. You didn't realize the name of that video was Footloose? <laughs> son of a bitch. Anyways. I am. I am, really. A son of a bitch. That's okay. In other news, HBO is going to be getting a lot more Universal Studios uh, movies. So, Are they? Yeah. Uh, I saw Christopher Nolan was pissed off about this, too. So there's a, tw- a $2 billion deal that Universal and, and uh, HBO... Dude, tell me they're going to get fucking, like... They're going to get fucking Wonder Woman 1984. Well, that's already been a thing. It's coming out Christmas Day, baby. Yeah. Free. F- I know. Dude, I'm watching that bitch the second it drops. And um I so, liked Wonder but they're going to get all they're going to get all so all the major studio movies that I could get watch released, anything that Gal got it. That you would want to fucking Godot or Gout it. Oh, whatever. All right. Does it matter? Any movie that you would go to pay to watch a movie in the theater is going to come out free streaming on HBO is, through Universal, which is a huge movie. And so uh, Nolan was like, uh, this is, you know, bullshit and stuff. I, I think it has to do with money. I'm sure it does. But it'll yeah, be. It'll, <laughs> well, it, yeah, of course it does. But it's one of those things, too. I'm like, first of all, mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan. What happened with Tenet? Fuck you. Tenet sucked a bag of dicks. Yeah, and they released that all shit of the during dicks. COVID. Fuck you, bro. So I, they, they I risked bent my over life for that shit, for and that mother- movie was fucking hot trash. Yeah. I'm like, maybe it's one of those movies, like I said, my buddy who's watched it like seven times, he's like, every time it gets cooler. And I'm oh, like, no. okay, well. I haven't seen it still. I don't have the fucking gumption to watch that movie that many times. Dude, you know what I did so watch? Now, when on- you say free, is it like free as in you can watch the whole thing uninterrupted, or is the commercials yes. like... Well, you yes. know, I bet you... There's no commercials on HBO. Yeah, see, I had no idea. Well, so far, HBO Max doesn't. But yeah, Mm -hmm. it's basically so like for the first 30 days, if you're an HBO Max subscriber, it's free Christmas Day. You can watch it. Um, But, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure like after that, then you'll have to pay for it or whatever. They'll figure ways around it. Well, remember, so Disney Plus did that with the new Mulan movie. But they charged you 30 bucks for it. But if you waited until like December 15th or whatever... It was going to be free. Well, that's when I would have waited to see yeah. it. I wasn't so jacked up to see Milan that no, I was going to be like, ooh, 30 bucks. Um, yeah, but, until you have kids that want to watch Mulan and they're like, mommy, mommy. Like, well, that's, you got to wait till December 15th. <laughs> that's why I'm pro-choice, <laughs> <Yeah>. baby. <laughs> um, no, but oh, oh, I got to tell you guys, I, oh, I, I know this was going to be a, a long thing, but we've, we're like almost oh, we're over two hours in. But um, I did watch a documentary on HBO recently. OK, it was on the Heaven's Gate cult. Have you guys ever heard of this? I have heard of it. Yeah, You have. 
Yeah. You heard about it? Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember remember when the news broke in like ninety seven? Uh, it's not one of those like I remember. I was I tying do. my shoe. It was basketball glass. Like no, I was at my uh, grandparents' house. I do remember that as a story and that it happened. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't because I, I was, was like. Uh, Nine years old in mm. the UK. You know so what? That's probably hear. a very good reason to not know. Well, it was the biggest mass suicide in U.S. soil. There was that one, I think, in South America where there was like hundreds of people just like face down on the ground. That one was crazy. Yeah, and they moved to South America. That I know that of that one, and uh, what I forgot what it's called, but yeah, they moved there because they were basically being investigated. So they mm-hmm. he like shipped them up and moved them to South America. Yeah, they, I know that one. That sure. was the one where they drank the uh, cyanide. I think the Kool Aid. Yep. Yeah, they drank that was the but I forget what that one was called. But the one here, the 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 Heaven's Gate, um, because they refer to that one because they're talking about cults and and so like like it's really freaky to watch because you see these people like there's these two people and they convince all of these people that UFOs are the gateway to to Heaven's Gate basically to go into heaven and they convince these people and and one of the things that they say in the documentary is like how do these people get like people to follow their cult and they 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 did a scientific study which i thought was very interesting so what they did was they got a line of people that came in to do like a like a question um thing where they would ask them a series of questions and there was like 10 people in a line now everyone was in on the experiment except for the person in like the eighth spot so what they would do is they would ask a question and they would say like a b c or d they'd go down the line and Everyone would say the right answer, the first few questions, but then after a while, everyone who was in on the, the experiment, except for the one person that was in line with all the other people, they would start saying the wrong answer, and they would go down the line. So when it came to the person, sometimes they would say the wrong answer because they didn't want to look stupid, right? And they said that there was like it was like a 66% of of people do this but then there's 33 percent that don't do it but they said this is how people get into a cult is they see everyone around them believing oh this and you don't want to be the one guy that doesn't see it so you agree to it now these motherfuckers they thought that uh, there was a hail bop comet in like 97 and they thought that there was an alien spacecraft behind it that was going to ascend them so they all killed themselves but this was like a 20 year in the making cult like that people had been following and they had people in the dock that like escaped the cult. Why didn't they call it the Mbop cult? Yeah, I know. Dude, um well, I read that they um I read that they were uh that it started out as a cult and they promised that these aliens were coming and and that they would go off on the ship and, yep. and then when it never happened, it never materialized. A lot of the people were like, "Uh, yeah, I don't know about this. I'm out." And so some people, yeah. They kind of had two phases of it where you had like a core group of the original people who left and were like, yeah, I'm not the, yeah, this is, this isn't happening. You're full of crap. And then they went out and recruited a second wave of people after they heard about the, the comment. I forget the comment's name. They, the, and the Bop, Yeah. They, they had gotten yeah. a lot of people to recruit throughout the years and there was like footage of their recruitment. And there was some where people were like, dude, this bro. is a bunch of bullshit, you know? Dude, Jeff, <laughs> tell me. There was tons of times when it was a hot chick telling dude shit. And no. they were like, yep, no, no, totally no. in, babe. No, no, no. And get this. So yeah, this, the this, this is, gotcha, this is the cult yep. that fucking castrated themselves. Yeah. So this yeah, is, dude. This is, so, These guys were celibate. 
Dude, these. So what happened? And well, they, then that's the, just fucking dumb. One of the guys. Who, that's the only reason to do something. One of the guys who escaped. Retarded. He explains the whole castration thing. He said one day the leader was like, "We need to distance ourselves from like, like, uh, uh, like we're 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 our bodies are a vessel in this world, and there's no there's no sex aligned with it. So we need to basically cut off our balls. So they said the first guy they got to do it was the guy that would always be the guy that would be the first one to volunteer for everything, right? And so he does it, and they fucking he he tells it he goes they cut open his scrotum and they took out his testicles, and then it like kept getting bigger and bigger, and he was in excruciating pain, and they didn't know what to do, so they finally took him to a hospital, and like then like after later on down the line the guy got better, and then they found a someone who knew how to do the surgery, so then did it for like thirteen of the other members, but the one guy that was in the documentary said he didn't go through with it. How the fuck do you watch the first one? And then 13 other, you guys yeah. were like, you know what, bro? Seems it's, pretty good. It's because that's the cult mentality. The fuck? They all, they all wanted to get in on that. They wanted to be mm. the one that was going to be in the vessel Look, that went. There's two things that will fucking end my fucking association with your fucking cult, religion, whatever you want to call uh-huh. it. You're going to tell me I can't eat bacon? I can't have fucking sex and you're gonna mm. cut my they shit couldn't have, they couldn't we're have done you can, if you're gonna cut if you're hitting me with those three well you can fucking hitch your it wagon was, to somebody else my brother it was so sad too because there mm. was like the they interviewed one of the cult like one of the people's like daughter and like one of the things was when you when you joined the cult you had to leave everything your family your belongings every you just left and so the girl's mom came home was like i'm going to join this cult and the girl said she was 10 and she was like pleading with her mom like why are you don't do this you know and she said that it was so sad though to watch this girl and she's like i felt like i was trying to i felt like i was arguing with uh, like i was battling uh someone uh, or like i was battling god is what she said because she was battling what her mom thought was like they were gonna go to heaven and it was it was a weird thing dude how bad is it when a 10 year old calls bullshit and yeah. you're like nope totally makes mm-hmm. sense but throughout I know you guys are so what's the fuss about it throughout like sense. the 20 30 years that these people dude. were all running all across the country in campgrounds and shit um they would go visit their family and they would they would be they were able to like leave they weren't like trapped that was they said that was like one yeah, of the weird like a Waco no it was like they could go like they and leave they could do whatever they want but. there was there was no authoritative establishment like the, the leader hell was did didn't that work yeah. where you were out to go in the wild and you still came home and now you're like mm-hmm. dude this shit totally these, these people thought that they oh, had fuck, found dude. like the the messiah to and like the thing is is so it was a guy and a lady and they were named like doe and t or something like that and uh wait what was their name again doe and t because they liked the sound of music Anyways, all right, I'm gonna uh, take my headphones off. Get so, the fuck out of here. So, Get so the they, fuck the here. lady gets that's cance- what, the lady gets no. cancer, and then they're like, "Well, how did she get cancer if she's an alien being in a host human body?" And like he, the guy had like all these when you there's so many videos of these people. They used to fucking post their videos on the internet when the internet first came out. Yeah, I dude, I and, I've and seen some these, of them. These and guys, how their did eyes that, are wide open. They don't blink. How the <laughs> fuck did that like catch on? It was, it was, uh, you know, and they said that it was like people who were looking for like, it was, there was a hippie era because it was the late seventies when it started. So it was like people who were already like experimental in life and they wanted to like experience something new. Dude, I've tried every drug you could possibly take in your life. Cult? But I have not tried tried cult. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've smoked meth before. 
Nope. Dude, mm. I've always I always have this joke that you should try a meth because typically when you try meth, you never go back. One meth. You're just you're just you're just one in. Meth. I'll yeah, take no, one man. meth, I, please. I, I, dude, honestly, like I fucking hated it because I'm an insomniac who can't sleep anyway. So just adding meth amphetamine to the fire was just like, oh, awesome. Now I won't sleep for weeks. Like fuck this. Like no way. No. I tried it. Just wasn't you know for me. You know. Like I. I mean. I actually. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say I know a I know a guy that uh, that told me he's an addict and he he recently relapsed actually which sucks but he um he told me that he did meth a few times before he got hooked on it. He said uh. He would do it at parties and shit every now and then, and he never like he never fiend for it. And basically, what happened was, he went to this party and they did meth, and then he came down off the meth and he had to go to work. And he it was like four o'clock in the morning, and he was like, "Well, I'll just smoke some meth to get me through my day." And then he smoked it again, and then he went to work, and like halfway through work, he started coming down, so he smoked it again, and that was it, dude. Like mm-hmm. he was just that was he was gone. It was that's, like that's ex- no going back. As as a as an addict, hmm. former addict. I mean, I get. I don't think you're ever really a former. I mean, you're always an addict to something. You just never want to come down like, off meth. No, dude, meth sucks. But like, what I'm saying is, is I get that thing, that thinking. So like, I never shot heroin, but I snorted it for a while. Every Ooh. once in a while, here and there, like it was just kind of like, yep, okay, cool. Like we'll do a line of heroin and whatever. And it was never like, oh my god! Like as soon as I'd snorted one line of heroin, like I was fucking, you know, giving out blowjobs for fucking dime bags, like, mm. like, right. you know, Classic. like it was one of those things where you would <laughs> use it enough, enough times, and kind of how like he would be coming down and he didn't want to go to sleep, so he would continue to use the meth to get him through that situation, and then there was the next situation, and it just kind of snowballed, like with heroin. Like, after a few times of doing it, and when I graduated to smoking it, what eventually ended up happening was, is, like, I didn't get high anymore. Like, people who aren't addicts or haven't kind of been in that world, they just assume, like, oh, well, these people just love to be fucking doped up all the time. But with, like, heroin specifically, you would get to the point where when you weren't, when the heroin was out of your system, you were withdrawing. And you would immediately start puking and shitting. You would have mm. on, like hot and cold sweats. Mm. Like you would ache from head to toe. That was uh, the fairy from Legend of Zelda. Sorry, go on. Oh, okay. I was like, who the fuck was that? <laughs> um, and then you know, then it just becomes a, a case of I don't want to feel sick anymore. So I'm going to continue to use something so that I don't ever feel sick. But you know what people end up realizing if when you're ready to get off of it is that it's going to suck. That's part of it. But in I embraced the suck. It took me three weeks of just constant diarrhea, vomiting, cold shakes, you all that sh- you stuff. Sh- like, you expel from both ends? Yes. Oh, that's crazy, dude. And you know At what, the though? At same time? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and, Do you try and, to like, aim them both and, in the and toilet? And you basically... Or? No, you have a wastebasket in oh, front okay. of you, and you just kind of handle it from, I was from either ends. Over. But you know, basically, kind of what it just though, comes dude. down to, though, is <laughs> that's one of those things where you... Anytime I've ever thought about using heroin since then, I remember those three weeks of hell. Mm. And it like that anytime where I'm just like, this shit sucks. Like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Like, I had a joke where I'm like, I picked the wrong decade to quit heroin. Mm. But, uh, you know, it's jokes. The, the real fact of the matter is, is that like 
going through that withdrawal and not having like a rehab and all the other stuff to kind of like slowly bring you back down into normalcy to have to go through that I think some people it can be dangerous but for me that's what got me to stop ever wanting to go back I know if I would have gone to rehab and I'd kind of been able to kind of just gently come down from that or been on you know uh, methadone for a long time and and kind of deal with it that way like I would have relapsed but it was the just blunt force trauma of the cold turkey and dealing with all that that is any time that has ever even entered my brain to go yeah remember those three weeks and then my brain goes yeah you know what you can make a good point like that we're we're not going to do that yeah it might feel great for an hour but fuck that we're not going back to where we were well but you also had the will to do it right like you had made that decision that you were going to stop doing that dude i was the that, same when i stopped smoking cigarettes man like it was just like a i just cold turkeyed it and just it was it was weird because I just like I was smoking a cigarette one day and I'm like, why am I even doing this? Like I'm not even really enjoying it. And I just was done. Went home and I had like a carton of cigarettes. I gave them to my brother. I was like, smoke your heart out, dude. I'm done. And just never smoked again. But it, it was like just I made that decision in that moment. Like I'm not going to do this now. And that's really and, and that's really what it comes down to. Like, I didn't mean to cut you up, yep. but that's really what it comes down to. It's when you are ready. Like, you can watch all the, the intervention shows and like, oh, man, that really saved me. Like, no, it didn't. Because if you watch to the end of those shows, usually it's like, yeah, they went to rehab, and then six months later they were doing what they were doing. Um, it doesn't always happen that like way. Like the cash-me-outside girl. Yeah, it just yeah, comes down to, like, like when you're ready. You can't quit for your friends, your family, your spouse, your kids, like, whatever. You can, like, try to label it that way, but it mm -hmm. really comes down to unless you are done, you won't be done. Right. You have to be. Done. And, and uh, that's a problem with like one thing I will say about Biden that I actually like that he said, and this is going to pain me to say it. Do well, it. it won't because it was Do actually it. a thing. But um, he was talking about and I've been to, I've had this argument. So my wife's brother is um, is uh, well, her sister died last year. Actually, she had an overdose. She died. And we my we had to drive to Seattle and back like four hour drive there and back um, every weekend for like four weekends and. And my wife had to make the decision to pull her off. That's why it sucked, dude. It was horrible. And um, and her brother also is uh, a recovering addict, and he's in a program right now. Um, long term, we finally convinced them to go to a long term treatment program because these bullshit ones that the state put you through, they just throw you in prison, and then you get out, and they're like, "Oh yeah, go to the six month program where they tell you, uh, hey, tell me your feelings today,' and it just doesn't help. Hmm. It, it doesn't help. They're not long enough. There, there, there has to be. You have to, to want that shit people, to work. Right, exactly. You have to want first. You have to want it to work, and then the program actually has to be successful. And, and so, one of the ways that a lot of these uh, treatment programs have high success rates is they actually teach them life skills, and they teach them um, how to be um, how to be disciplined in using utilizing their time, and and how, and, how, and how better to cope. Right. Instead of running, because they say to, like to you the relapse, like you know, like to, you actually relapse, like it's like a week or two before you actually use. Mm -hmm. Like you've hmm. something has happened, and you're like mentally just on that downward spiral yep. to where. Well, it's like Doctor Drew says, you, make, you will relapse too. Like you will relapse. Yeah. Yeah, and, no? and until you, you don't. don't want me to quote right? Doctor Drew? There, there is a time where you won't. <laughs> but he, um, so. He's been in and out of prison, dude, and it angered me, dude. It's like, why are they throwing him in fucking prison? Doesn't help. It, it's well, for one, it's not even punishment. He's in he's in low pen, so they get a lot of freedom and anything anyway. So it's not really punishment. And now I don't want them to be castrated and all that stuff, but at the same time, it's like it's not a hard life, especially when you've done it for thirty years of your life. And secondly, mm -hmm. this isn't helping him. This this is just 
blowing taxpayers' dollars out the window. I would much rather see my taxpayers' dollars go towards these people who are going to uh, prison for drug charges, not not selling drug charges, but possession, use drug charges. Let's set up, like, let's actually fund these private organizations that have high success rates, and let's put people in those programs and see how it works. And now, like you said, a lot of it is mental, and you might want to, you have to want to do it. Right? Yeah, you, but sometimes not. Maybe someone, some, some of these people might need that nudge, and it no, might help. And, and they certainly so, do. That's ahead, what the prison's ahead. for. No. Yeah, makes right. it so yeah. they can't use. Yeah, nah, dude. That's how yeah, they but there's more drug. There's more drugs in prison than there are uh, outside yeah. of prison, homie. Yeah, you're just paid so, a way well, Biden, higher markup. So the thing that Biden said was, "I'm going to. I really want the states to reform their prison programs for people who are using." And I and but the problem is his solution. You know what his solution was? Legal Let's marijuana. Let's throw more money at it. Uh, it's like no, there's enough money there. But isn't like, isn't that the same thing it, Trump did with this platinum plan? Just threw more money in it. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, dude. I mean, yeah. I'm not opposed to saying that it might not have done anything. I think my, the point with the Trump platinum plan was that he isn't against the minority community. That was my mm-hmm. point with that plan. Specifically. Gotcha. What what I would say but, with but, with what you're talking about is you're 100 percent right. Throwing more money at the problem isn't going to fix it. And when it comes to these rehabs, it's it's a matter of finding a rehab that actually, like you said, gives you life skills. Or if you don't do that, like it teaches you how to move out of wherever the fuck you're living, right? So if I live in an area and I do drugs with all of my neighbors, okay? Like, mm-hmm. the, the six of us get together, pool our money, and we all get fucked mm. up. Sounds like a cool it's, group it's of a, neighbors. It's like a, drugs, a drug co-op. Ooh. Well, now <laughs> I go to rehab and I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to do this shit anymore. But I go back to the same apartment with the same neighbors that I have, Right? And the first mm-hmm. couple times they're like, hey, man, why don't you come and fucking use with this, man? One time is not going to totally fuck your life up. And you're like, look, man, I'm now on a different path. I'm not really trying to do that. Okay? But then something happens. And you're still in that environment. And you're not – you haven't learned different ways to cope. You haven't it's done anything. there. It's easy It's to right get to. there. And then, bam, you're right back into relapsing because they taught you how if we take you out of that environment, you won't do drugs. But let's put you back in that environment. And you're gonna go back to using drugs because you're. We didn't. We didn't fix anything. We just took you out of the situation, and that was the fixing part, right? Mm-hmm. You weren't around those same types of people. You were doing different things. But when we put you right back in that same scenario, you're going to fall back into that coping, t- that 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 same way of coping, that same way of handling things, and being enabled by those same types of people. If you just get thrust right back in the same exact situation you left when you were an yep. addict, it's just yeah, you, and you're you're and not gonna fix anything that way. And the the and so he starts saying this right. So I I'll give him praise. He's like, yeah, we're I want the states to fix their prison programs, and I want you know reform, and I want rehab, and not not punishment. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, and I'm going to incentivize them by giving them billions of dollars if they'll do this. And it's like, but why do we have to do that? The prisons are already funded. Let's defund part of the prisons we're talking about defunded fucking police why don't we defund some of the prison money and put that into rehab programs mm-hmm. rather than that into incarceration no exactly i it, think um, but the main reason probably the, the main reason thin. the main reason that we won't is because the prison complex is very very strong it's profitable it's very profitable yeah. in our personal businesses that we've allowed that to be a thing like we should have government like the government should be running that we shouldn't have a private business the where government says, is you where, know they're where, running the drugs where in we there. where we tell you guess what 
you built this prison and we're going to fund you, but it has to be at 85% capacity or 90% capacity. Like you don't mm. put those kind of numbers in there because now it gets law enforcement reasons to not, to to arrest guys for a 20 bag instead of sending them to rehab because you got to fill a bed in prison so that they fulfill their contract. You get the fines and the recoup money uh-huh. and the uh, you know um Well, one way so to now go you're about creating that, though. that money as opposed to using it to actually help people so that you don't see those same people coming mm-hmm. through the system again and again and again. I'm like, I did uh, the Pima County Teen Court where we were doing real cases. I was a teen attorney for seven years. And in that, uh, in that system, as opposed to just sending kids to juvie, just g- uh, giving these kids uh, classes in which you fucking taught them life skills and how to make better choices and better decisions. Like we saw no- like 97% of those kids we never saw in the legal system in that seven-year period, which they studied that. We, we had 97% of those kids we never saw again. In the Mm -hmm. legal system. So you're saying invest in programs like that. Yeah. Invest in stopping this as a problem instead of just regurgitating people. And like you send somebody in there who's a drug addict. Well, now he's also sharing that same block with a guy who fucking is a safe cracker. He's also a drug addict. Yeah, he's also a drug addict. And he's a safe cracker. Or this guy's this and this guy's that. You're schooling these people and you're sending them to criminal school. And how to be better criminals. And like, oh, well, you got caught this way. Well, you got caught because you were doing this. Great. Now, next time, I won't do this, and I can be a better criminal. Like I missed out on that. You're teaching that shit as opposed to just... You know, and you don't need yeah, to incentivize, the, incentivize them because that doesn't solve anything. Hey, listen to this real quick. Laurel. What do you hear? Laurel. What do you hear? Laurel. Laurel. Say what the word that you hear. Laurel. 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 Okay. Laurel. What do you hear over there? Laurel. Cork. Laurel. Laurel, right? You know, there's a small yep. percentage of the population that hears Yanny. Every single one of the kids dude, heard bro, Yanny. Dude, Every bro. single one of them. Is I went like out there. like the brown dress, blue dress yes, bullshit it, it's from it's a the couple same years thing. ago? It's the same shit. So I went out there and I was like playing this and the, all the kids said, it's saying Yammy. And I was like, no, it's saying Laurel. And I would like cue my voice up and I was like, Laurel, Laurel. And then I made them do it, but they said Yammy. It was so weird. Wait, wait you were them. saying it, they were responding saying la- yammy as well? They were saying yammy, and I was like, it says Laurel. And they're like, no, it says yammy. And I had all of them listen to this, and it's just a YouTube video that plays over. And they were all yammy. Laurel. And I would cue up my Laurel. voice, and I was like, Laurel. Laurel. And they were like, I'm yammy. I'm saying yammy in my brain Laurel. as he's talking, and it Laurel. sounds nothing like Laurel. Laurel. I know. Yeah, I think your kids Laurel. are fucking with you. Jeff. No, it's Laurel. a it's a thing. Let me see what it says. Your here. kids are fucking with you, dude. I'm telling you. Computer generated voice has become perhaps the most uh, divisive subject on the internet since the gold slash blue dress of 2015. <laughs> and this is why the aliens won't fucking come down. Is no, they, they're they here, look dude. At this they bullshit. took the people in the hail bop and they left the rest of us. Yeah, bullshit. This, now they're we're looking here at this and they're like, you people yeah. are fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, those guys from that cult killed themselves and teleported up to the spaceship. Bro, they probably they, know what this is. They were just singing that they're four or five brothers in the mother's ship. Oh, and you know what? Actually, I th- thought was kind of, I mean, this might be sa- the sadistic in me, but uh, yeah. the, why were they wearing Nikes? They all wore the same clothes because they were sponsored oh, by Nike. Nike? Why not Adidas, dude? Like, if you're Adidas, like, why are you not mad about that? Like, I'd be mad, dude. Because Adidas got their fix from corn all day I dream about sex. So nobody could buy a pair of Adidas without remembering that 
all day I dream about sex when mm-hmm. I wear Adidas. So. Oh, and they were castrated, so it doesn't make sense. Right, so they couldn't. And and the Nike was yeah. like, just do it. And they were trying to kill themselves. So it was like, dude, like, just do just, it. Oh, They're like, I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like these guys had some solid doctrine, dude. I think so, dude. They're, they're great. Dude, so Connor, who we had on last a, week. Theological uh, stump. Yeah. He fucking posts on his Insta story, this guy, and I fucking found some of his, uh, I sent you some of his clips. So he's a guy from Boston, and it's just a TikTok video. They're very quick, and it's like, that. it's be a man. So okay, it'll be like, see. you know, like, as a man, don't, don't fold your clothes. Roll them up in a ball and throw them in the dresser, in the draw. Mm-hmm. Be a man. Okay, let me see if I so can So these are videos about being about a man and shit that you should do. This fucking Have you guys seen the invisible table video? Don't fold your clothes. Just roll them up in a ball and throw them in the draw. Be a man. What the fuck? What what were you? The invisible table? What's that one? Oh dude, it's good. Uh let me find it. Okay. Here. Yo, why did that guy sound like the my pillow dude? No, Joe. He's, he's 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 clear Boston, bro. Let me see here. Nice. He's got a bunch of yeah. advice. Never let a broad pick out your clothes. Be a man. <laughs> Never let a broad pick up your clothes. Guy. No, it's no, not it's him. Not, dude. It's just it's some, a, this it's... is big meathead dude from Boston. Dude, the my pillow guys. Double dip the chip. If someone complains, smash their face into the ranch. Be a man. <laughs> <laughs> this is just this guy and his friends filming. Yeah, this is fucking great, dude. Like he's got advice that like is like. Oh, this uh, is volume three. That we're yeah, dude. No, to. check. Oh, here we go. Uh, Don't hit. bring a jacket. Get hypothermia. Be a man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring a check and get hyped. This fucking guy. Dude, this fucking guy's got wisdom. This fucking guy. This fu- dude, watch. Hit volume two. Volume two. I'm like, dude. Don't send emails. Handwrite a letter and deliver it in person. Be a man. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it led me to this, me and this coworker who we fucking like, we constantly do like. Don't go to the hospital. Die. Be a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. What do you got? What do you got? You got Oh, one? I was like... Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> I was like, next time you're fucking your broad, don't wear a condom. Dump inside her. Be a man. <laughs> nice. Be a man. Be a man. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Um, don't clean your bathroom. Burn your house down. Be a man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I got you. I like it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I got this this buddy at work, and we always do uh, like how's it hanging. Mm-hmm. And we just come up with different ones every single day. Yeah, and so now we're also doing the be a man. Oh, I had a. I was like, see. I was like, take your family out, mm-hmm. tip the server, be, be a man. A man. <laughs> no, my my thing was uh, you were saying like what makes you that guy, and I have this meme, and it's it's basically my handbook of every j- dad joke. Oh that fuck I, me! Don't all spend right. it all in one place. Uh. <laughs> Your other right. <laughs> they don't make them like they used to. You make a better door than a window. These suck. <laughs> no, but these are your What's jokes. What's the damage? There, uh, there's a closer spot. That's how they get you. Uh, this you is can, shit. White people can, say this has can, nothing to do with being a dad. No. Yeah, <laughs> you can wash. Like you can wash my car next. <laughs> <laughs> you have said that, Jeff. You ever play 52-card pickup? <laughs> Flat tire. That's all I got. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. That is why you are that guy. I love it. Yeah. You dad-loving son of a bitch. But yeah, I just wanted to see if you were going to say Yanny, but everyone says Laurel. So. Yeah, because we're not crazy. I wonder if, like, I wonder people... if it's age, something to do with age. Yeah, because all the kids were like, they're like, what the well, hell? Are you serious? If you met your kids, they all three might be autistic. Well, and I'm like, maybe I've just fucked my ears up so much that I just. You know what it is? Can't even. It's all that hate breed, bray, baby. Yeah. And the fucking right. Slipknots and the, the Robsteins. No, and the. Uh, it's his Rona mask, dude. It's chopping his ears off wearing it so much. It was this song that did it, I think. Hey, where's my macaroni, bitch? Macaroni in a pot. That's a wet ass pussy, huh? And then I like to l- listen to this one every now and then, too. This one, we never use this one. Yeah, that was the Cinco de Mayo <laughs> episode two years ago. It's oh, yeah. Brilliant. I love it. We <laughs> were so clever. Oh, man. Cinco Shit. de Mayo. Man. I think we're going to wind this down, too. This has almost been a three-hour podcast. Well, I will say, Dale, thank you so much for doing this episode, man. It has been a pleasure. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, dude. Thanks for thanks for doing the cast, man. Appreciate it. Um, Let's see here. We will... Uh, this uh, Friday? Oh, come. dude. We we have to say, we oh, got that's our, right. we got our oh, event God. canceled yeah. that we didn't even I talk about. I can't believe we didn't even mention that. We so, talked about it last podcast. So, yeah, we were hyping all you guys up. And for those of you that uh, did not hear, I am apologizing that the screening room decided that whatever money that we were raising for them because they needed funds raised was we didn't sell enough presale tickets. Yeah. And it wasn't worth their bartender's time to come in. <laughs> Is um, that why? That's what they said. Oh, and yeah. And then they like on top of they're like, yeah, COVID. And I'm like, mm. okay, but you canceled this it the why day before. Shut, down, shut with this fucking COVID. Like, mm-hmm. you shut it down a day before. Like, you have we've been promoting this thing for a month. Don't tell me yeah. that, like, oh, well, we just realized COVID's a thing, like, yesterday. Like, no. Mm-hmm. You didn't like the pre-sales, which you didn't do any advertising yourself. Sorry. I'm like, this wasn't my gig, but this is what was relayed to me as to why it was shut down, was that we didn't sell enough pre-sale tickets, which we also told that we were going to be you know, accepting donations on the live stream. And I have, mm. like, at least 10 family members that would have given money. Mm. You know, to help the screening room, and they live in another fucking. They're state. probably gonna listen to this podcast, and be like, "Man, we fucked up." Yeah, good. I hope so, because they <laughs> fucked that whole game up, man. I was pumped, bro. It was gonna be a real good thing, but uh, this Friday, come to Kava Bar. Connor, who runs that open mic, mm-hmm. uh, is putting it together. Uh, and because of the curfew here in Tucson, uh, it is now moved from six to eight. Signups are at five forty-five. So okay. get your ass down there, Speedway, cool. and uh, Columbus, and listen to that shit. We Beautiful. got some good open micers out there. Well, hey, Dale, man. Thanks uh, thanks for uh, joining us on the cast, man. Appreciate it, bro. Yep, sounds good. All right, man. Well, we will see you guys on the flippity. Yeah, yeah.